What up, what up, what up, man? The Real Coach AB here on the Coach AB Show. Rise and shine with the best show on the internet. Join me today as special guest, LA Charger, Trey Roundtree III will join me. We'll talk all things AFC West and the NFL current landscape. Plus, Matt McChesney will join me in the second hour. We're going to break down if Lamar is back, throwing the ball 38 times for 230 yards, and is Brady done after a 26-44 of 44 performance for 325? I'll break it all down right here on the Coach JB Show, and we'll break all things down. Football, Bucks, Ravens game, plus a little NBA, and the World Series starts tonight. Plus all of college football and the NFL's weekend games. Brought to you by BetOnline.ag and CandidateCBD.com. Appreciate all you guys joining me. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member today. And uh, let's get after it. Appreciate you joining me on this fearless Friday. We're going to be fearless as we can be right here live uh, every single day, 6 to 9 a.m. Um, on YouTube, of course. Short, fast, skinny, and tall. We talk it all. Uh, appreciate everybody joining me last night for our little watch party. I've never done that before, man. It's, uh, I mean, for, for doing it last minute, I have to say it was a success. Um I think there's already over 3,000 views on the thing, so I appreciate all you guys coming in. I'll, I'll start doing that more often, man, if I can get a better feed. Maybe I'll do it on Sundays and uh, Mondays because Thursday night Amazon is atrocious. It is horrible. It couldn't. I couldn't even watch the game until fucking third and fourth quarter. So finally got that going, man. So let's get you started with the quote of the day. I got to get you started, man. I do it because I can, I can because I want to, and I want to because you said I couldn't. One of my favorites of all time. Uh, I use a lot of those quotes right there. I use a lot of the same ones I put on the door. Uh, you saw many of them on my show on Netflix where I said uh, the greatest thing in the world is doing something people said you cannot do. That is a quote similar to that, so I try to use it as much as I can, so Again, I do it because I can, and I can because I want to, and I want to because you said I couldn't do it, period. That is the quote of the day. Brought to you by betonline.ag. Head on over to betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-B, and get you 50% off welcome bonus. Plus, CandidateCBD.com is a proud sponsor of this Coach JB show. Use the promo code COACHJB, all caps, and get you 20% off uh, right now. Go get you a can. Email me, CoachJB12 at gmail.com, and I will enter you into the last of the season sweepstakes. Giving away bottles, signed bottles, posters, books, hoodies. And all things on CoachJBStore.com. So head on over to CoachJBStore.com. And we got it all. Short, fat, skinny, and tall. Uh, bomber jackets, hoodies, sweaters, plus Matt McChesney's gears in there as well. Savage and 6-0 Academy. So check it out. Um, 
Lots to discuss. Poll question. Poll question. Are the Bucks done? Are the Bucks done? Uh, look like it. They are, man. I, I said that they had to win last night, just like the Packers have to win this weekend. The Bucks look done. I, Tom Brady looks done. Uh, but I am going to break down some things. Uh, whether you think it's optimistic or pessimistic, I'm going to talk about Tom Brady. I'm going to talk about Lamar Jackson, and I'm going to br- break that down as well. Uh, that's the poll question. Contrary to belief, brought to you by Canadip CBD. I am actually a very nice person until you piss me off. Contrary to belief. A lot of you cats think, oh, Coach JB's an asshole. Not really. Uh, if anyone you know knows me, they'll tell you, like, damn, Coach JB is a cool as hell. He's a real one, dog. Motherfucker, chill. Yeah. But you piss him off, he's an asshole. Guess what? How weird is that? Yeah, I'm actually a very nice person until you fucking piss me off. Sorry. Life don't come with instructions, contrary to belief. So, yes, I make mistakes. That is what every one of you guys should be saying to your damn selves every day. And bad decisions make good stories. That is also a very, very true statement, contrary to belief. Bad, bad decisions make for good, good stories. Uh... What up, everybody on TikTok? Come on over to YouTube Live every morning, 6 to 9 a.m. Drop yourselves up in here right now. We're going to fearless on this fearless Friday. I got an L.A. Charger joining me in about 25 minutes. Uh, we're going to break down the AFC West, talk about the Chargers and uh, NFL in totality. Plus, uh, Matt McChesney will join me in the second hour. And... Uh, we're going to break this thing down. Uh, first of all, let's get into this thing. Um, Chris J., I'm trying to catch up on everybody. Um, good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody in the chat. Um, we got to come up with a community name, all right? You guys got. You guys can come up with a community name. If you guys want to name it, cool. If not, we're going to name it. But we got to have our own little... So, army so to speak we don't know what we're going to call it let's see what's happening we're going to come up with a name so you guys can be in that that name you guys have started it you guys have been here you guys deserve it you guys need to have a name i don't know what it is we're going to figure it out uh drop it in the chat whatever you guys think it's going to be what it should be i'm thinking the real ones because only the real ones could come in here only the real ones can come in here every day and, and 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 fuck with me that's just being honest. Only the real ones. So I don't know. I like it. The bullies. I like that. I like the bullies. Uh, yeah, I know Josiah's Bonaparte. I recruited him. What do you mean, do I know him? Yeah, I know him. Uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll think about it. Think about a name. Uh, Bengals wide receiver Jamar Chase is out indefinitely with a hip injury four to six weeks. That is a huge blow. I was thinking that Joe, Joe Burrow was on his way back to getting into the high, uh, into the MVP race. Uh, I thought the Bengals were starting to get it going again. And then now Jamar Chase out with a hip injury. I'm going to ask Trey Roundtree on in a couple minutes. Why is there so many injuries in the NFL? I'm going to ask him that. I want to ask him why he thinks there is and why 600 NFL players are injured right now. I'm going to ask him that. Does he think there's an investment issue amongst the profession? 
Once they get the big bag, are they no longer invested like they once were? We're going to ask him that question uh, in particular. Uh, is, is, is Todd Bowles done in Tampa? That's another poll question in essence, but, but is he done in Tampa? I, I, I don't know. He's had a chance with the Jets. He was, he was very, very bad there. He's a very good D coordinator under a good leader. He is a very good at D on, as a DC under a good leader. I don't think he is a leader. He's a he he's not a head coach, and that is just what I've been saying. And unfortunately, uh, I, I need to see him with a little more damn. Like I'm not a super emotional guy on the sideline either, but I but I am a little more. I'm gonna get in someone's ass. I'm gonna get after you a little bit more than he is. He is very very nonchalant, and I just I'm like damn dog. Show some damn emotion a little bit. Either rip somebody or high five somebody. Something. He just seems like he's just sitting there on the sideline, just watching the game. And you can't watch the game as a coach. I don't care how OG of a coach you are. You have to work the game. And if you watch the greats on the sideline, they are working the game. Whether it is a working the official, whether it's working players by challenging them whatever way you challenge them or if you're just sitting there for support you got to do something but Bowles looks like he's just a fish in water waiting to get caught and he is just out of it in my opinion Tom Brady looks like he has one foot in he looks an emotional wreck on the sideline he I, I equate Tom Brady to Phil Mickelson right now Phil Mickelson looks absolutely atrocious because he's in debt. He's got a bunch of damn issues, and that's how Tom Brady looks. I don't think Tom Brady's in debt, but I think Tom Brady has a lot of emotional issues right now, and you can see it in his face, not only from the Botox he's injected into his cheeks, but for the fact that stress is a killer, and stress Boy, it makes you look like Skeletor. Tom Brady looks like Skeletor right now, and it, it does not look good for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, on the college front, number one cornerback in the nation, I think his name is Cormani McLean, has committed to Miami over Florida and Alabama, which was a big surprise to everybody. Uh, Nick Saban losing him. And that's another topic we're going to get into today. Alabama, are they slipping in the recruiting trail? NC State beats Virginia Tech last night, 22-21, uh, thanks to a 12-0 fourth quarter comeback by the Wolfpack. It is the Hokies' first time losing every game in October since 1952. So if you haven't watched any college football and Virginia Tech, they uh, they have not won a game this month. Um, Texas A&M dropped the Kanye West song Power from its pregame warm-ups. If you haven't heard that story, uh, Texas A&M dropped the Kanye West song Power. Uh, Kanye's just being dropped left and right everywhere. Adidas, his 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 school, uh, you name it. Uh, his agency, uh, CAA out here in LA, dropped them. Uh, I don't know, man. He better become his own man real quick while he has money. Um, 
The Giants traded Kajarius Tony to the Chiefs for a third and sixth round pick in 2023. I don't know how you like that. We were just talking about the Giants yesterday. Uh, we were just talking about the, the Giants yesterday and that they need some wideouts. So I'm curious on what this rationale was. They got rid of Tony. He's been hurt with a hamstring anyway. Uh, it just seems like every damn receiver has hamstring problems. That is because they run, and they run real fast. And if you're not in real shape and you run real fast, you're going to pull a hamstring. And that is, again, my point on investment, why we have so many injuries, why we have so many damn injuries, and we're going to we're gonna find out. We're going to find out uh, what's going on. Uh, I didn't see the Michigan running back retweeting anything, um, but uh, – let me know what it was. I don't know what that was. Blake Anderson. I don't know if you've heard this story. I know Blake. Uh, he's the head coach of Utah State right now. If you guys have not heard this story, it's very, very interesting. Um, he's being sued by former players. Uh, the player made a report uh, recording. This is what this is the world we live in, dog. Cats record everybody now, and, and it's, it's unbelievable. To me, it's the softest shit I've ever seen. But a player recorded the uh, him. And the Utah State staff making derogatory comments, apparently, about sexual assault victims. Now, I've dove into this conversation a little bit deeper than the norm. And I've seen a few things because I had a player on the team. And the kid name is Patrick Maddox. Uh, he played for the Aggies from 19 to 21. He alleges that he experienced retaliation and harassment. After releasing recordings of head coach Blake Anderson and the Utah State University police chief Earl Morris making derogatory comments about sexual assault victims. According to the lawsuit, the recordings include Morris telling the team that Mormon women may tell church leaders that sex was non-consensual, even if it was consensual, and that the people would take care of you no matter what. Okay, so <laughs> can we just take all brothers out of Utah and get them the fuck out of Utah? Can we just, Utah, you can't have brothers come and play for you anymore. Utah State, Utah, BYU, you guys are all a joke. Stop doing it. You guys are in more, you guys have more dumb issues occur every year. Because you bring up some type of Mormon issue or we already know it's super racist ass state. So we're just trying to figure out what is going on here now. And this player, apparently, I think he's a little BMK, right? Bitch made cat, personally. Um, but from what I understand is that some females had consensual sex and the coaches and police officers were telling them, listen, the church isn't going to believe you if you even even if you say you did have it. So please go forth and tell your parents and everyone else what you did. And this guy recorded that some way, and they spun it on the head coach as if he did something criminal, which he did not. Um, so it's all it's 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 unbelievable to me. It's other yeah, Southern Utah. Uh, I mean, it, it, all those schools, Utah Valley, they're all a joke snow i mean dog it, it, it is bad it is bad um i i don't know what to, how to take it what to take but it is what it is i want to get into 
Kalani is one of my best friends. What are you talking about, Bruce Helms? Why do you ask the same questions every day? Holy shit. Uh, So listen, I want to break this down real quick before we get into it later on. Lamar Jackson, all I've gotten on my phone. Lamar, how you feeling now, Coach JB? Oh, my God, Lamar's back. (laughs) where, Where have you guys been for the last three weeks? Where has all this been for the last three weeks? See, when when Lamar is doing poorly, I don't bash him. I just show the truth. When Lamar still does poorly, but he wins a game, you all think he's the best thing ever. And then you want to hit me up like I'm the big Lamar hater. I don't give a shit about either way. All I'm showing you is the facts. And when I break down last night's film and I show you this film next week when I have the game, you're going to sit there and be like, damn, this man just threw the ball 38 times for all you people out there. 38 times he threw the football, okay? The most he's thrown it all year. Last week, he threw the ball 16 times. And this game, it, it was a consorted effort to come out and throw the football with Lamar Jackson. I just want to break this down real quick. He threw the ball 38 times. He threw he threw for 230 yards. Okay? 230 yards. He threw the ball 38 times. Joe Burrow threw the ball 45 times last week for 500 yards. Can we pump our brakes? He threw the ball 38 times for 230 yards, dog. Calm down. And half of them were at or behind the line of scrimmage. And wideouts made plays for him. And the the likely kid had the game of his life. I want to put it in perspective for you. Tom Brady looked absolutely horrible last night. All right? He's looking his age. The team looks bad. They have head coaching issues. They got leadership issues. They got a bunch of miscommunication going on. He was 26 of 44. He threw the ball 44 times, six more times than Lamar for over 100 yards more. Okay, let that resonate. A guy threw the ball six more times who looked as bad as I've ever seen Tom Brady and still threw for 330 yards, 100 yards more than Lamar did. So I just want to break this down. Stop hitting me up in my DMs telling me, now you're not a Lamar hater. (laughs) You won one fucking football game, dog. Calm down. Calm down. Oh, I saw that. Kirk Kerbstreit told, I saw that. Lamar, he can stand in the pocket and throw with the best of them. Every single pocket throw Lamar made last night was an incompletion. He threw one ball to the tight end over the middle that had to be a super catch from the pocket. I I was waiting to see what Kirk Kerbstreit, I was like, really? Show me all the pocket throws Lamar made last night. I'm waiting to see them. I can't wait to get the film. I'll get it this weekend. I'll have it up for the mo- Monday. But I'm. we can break down Lamar. You know, I'm tired of talking about Lamar. 
Lamar is what he is. He's a freak of nature, great kid, great athlete, playing quarterback. He's not a great quarterback that is an athlete. Let's be clear. I want to be clear on what I just said. He is a great athlete playing quarterback. He's not a great quarterback that is an athlete. There is a completely different thing. You're, you, can, you can have great quarterbacks that are athletic, and you can have great athletes that try to play quarterback. There's a complete difference, all right? I just want to be clear there. So he didn't beat my GOAT. Tom Brady's not my GOAT, number one. Number two, uh, I'm never mad if Lamar does good. See, that's, that's, what, that's, how, that's a hater talking. That's what you sound like, primal C. That's what you sound like. See, that's what haters are because you're the same ones in my DMs with your mouths open like, ah, Coach AB, can you insert it? Uh, (laughs) That's you, cats, dick riders, the dick riders, DRs, not Dominican Republic, brother, DR, dick riders. Tupac should have made a song called Dick Riders, homie. Kadarius Tony leaves the Giants, goes to the Chiefs. I don't know what's going on in, in New York. Dable knows much better. I get it. Uh, I think Dable knows what's going on. He must not like Tony as far as what he is in the locker room. Who knows how he is? I bet you money, dollars to dimes, he would get rid of Galladay too if he could. $70 million man, Galladay, who hasn't caught a cold butt naked out in Alaska. I don't know what's going on with him, but it looks like they're making moves for something. What do they do? Do the Giants get a wide out at the trade deadline next weekend or this week coming up, November 1st, trade deadline? Who do the Giants pick up? That is going to be critical. And there's a lot of critical NFL games this weekend. We're going to break down. Um Bart Scott said that Tony's the best receiver. He probably is. Uh, I like Bart Scott. I think Bart Scott's a real one. Uh, He said that, uh, you know, it is what it is. But we'll see what's happening. Yeah, I I broke down Lamar many, many times. I don't need to keep breaking Lamar down. Like, if you don't understand that he's not very good at quarterback, then it's okay. It's okay. But don't say I'm a hater. Just, just Just say... Lamar won last night, coach. Okay, he won last night. Good. They're fucking four and four. <laughs> what are they? Five and three? What's what's the Ravens? Five and three? Four and four? I don't know. They're not great. Uh, they're not great by any means, and I don't think they can sustain any type of big wins in critical crunch time. I don't believe they're going to win a playoff game. I don't even know if they make the playoffs. I've said it on Jason Whitlock's show. I've said it here. I don't even believe they're a playoff team. But now things have changed. Now things have changed. I just want to be clear. Now things have changed. Um, Jamar Chase being hurt for four to six weeks. The Bengals are in a very, very, very peculiar situation. And the Browns seem like they're about to um, uplift their roster and just offload possibly Kareem Hunt, possibly Nick Chubb, possibly Peoples, the receiver I'm hearing. They are trying to get rid of some things. I don't know what's going on there. Something's up. Uh, They either know that 
Deshaun Watson's not coming back to play this year. He's just got too much baggage. We can't do it. NFL said, you know what? We're going to have a black eye. You're not getting him back. You better make plans for something else. So what are they doing? I'm hearing they're about to offload a bunch of people and try and get somebody in there. I don't know who. Um, It's going to be very, very interesting. Do they just chalk this one up as a loss? Is this year just going to be a loss for the Cleveland Browns? And they're trying to offload a bunch of stuff for the future and try to try to get Bryce Young or 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 one of these one of these guys, Hartman. I don't know. I don't believe there's one player that's going to make your team better next year. I don't believe there's one college football player that you're going to tank for. And all these all these things out there that we're going to tank um for the number one pick in the draft is bs because i don't believe there's a number one player in college that's going to change your franchise next year as a rookie it just ain't going to happen it just ain't going to happen so i don't know it it just it blows my mind i don't really get that um so we'll see uh yeah browns are about to have another 10 year hiatus i don't know man it's going to be bad um, the Nets losing overtime to the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, Luca goes for like 41 and like 18 assists or some craziness. Uh, the Nets are who I thought they were a bunch of enabled cancers sitting around the house, chilling, talking about everyone else. Uh, a bunch of talent, but a bunch of uh, shitbirds. Basically, that's what they are a bunch of shitbirds. And you can't win with a bunch of shitbirds. You can win with a few shitbirds. You can't win with all shitbirds. You got Ben Simmons, who who just can't get out of his own way. Kyrie's yelling at him to shoot. He won't shoot a layup. Like, come on, dog. Like, it's getting old. Like, you're in the NBA. You're in the NBA. Like, come on, man. It's crazy to me. You're in the NBA, and you won't shoot the ball. Like, come on, dog. It doesn't make no sense. It doesn't make no sense that you're in the NBA. And I'm just like, man, uh, it's crazy. You think you just know everything, huh? Uh, DZ said that on TikTok. Um, Well, I must because you're listening to me on my TikTok. (laughs) The dick riders are real. DR. The DRs are real. That's going to be the new um, term I use. So TikTok don't kick me off. TR. Uh, DR for dick riders. Uh, they are they come in all shapes, sizes, and colors, short, fat, skinny, and tall. They ride it all. <laughs> Let me be real about that. Um, so whoo, hey, I'm about to jump off this uh TikTok. Come on over to YouTube Live as Trey Roundtree joins me here in a second. Uh, he just popped in. Um, and we'll see if we can get him back in. Um, Come on over to YouTube Live, man, and check out the interview. Appreciate all you guys. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Um, I'll see you guys over here at TikTokers. Peace. Um, I saw him in here, and then he came out, so we'll see what happens. Um, Um. Yeah, Roundtree. Yep, yep, yep. I I don't think it's the names with a D though. 
it's 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 not with the D. It's not round. It's round. So um, we're gonna bring my main man in here, man. I appreciate everybody. I got a little ticker for you guys on the bottom. Make sure you uh, make sure you guys follow my main man, man. I can't I can't thank him enough, man. Uh, Coach, Coach. What's, going on, man? what's going on, Coach? Man, chilling, man, chilling. You on your phone? Yes, sir. Can you turn it sideways. But and then uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect, perfect. Hey, so you're, a lot of people thought your name is Roundtree. I'm like, nah, it's round, right? It don't have no D. So funny story. So uh, my dad's name is with a D. My my grandfather's name is with a D. I'm the only one without a D, you know, so it's. Is that right? Yeah, I'm the only one without a D in my name. So they they spelled my name without a D, but, yeah, you know, it is what it is. Damn, how'd that happen? I don't know. I think it was just because uh, we want to switch it up a little bit, so. I mean, but, but you know what, though? My family, they don't call me Larry. They call me Trey because I'm Trey, third. Yeah. So in my, on my dad's side and my mom's side, they call me Trey. So, Okay, got you. So, look, you from North Carolina? Yes, sir. What part? Raleigh. Okay, okay. What high school you went to? I went to Millbrook. Okay, okay, yeah. I, re I recruited the hell out of the whole area, man. So Yeah, Keith Marshall uh, went to my school. Keith played for Georgia. With Todd Gurley, went to the league, played a little bit. And his brother Marcus was at my school, running back. Went to um, Georgia Tech, went up there. Then went to James James Madison University, played there. Then I left, went to Missouri. I'm in the NFL now, so I say it's a running back school. So, no doubt, no doubt. Hey, I, so what got you away from the North Carolina States, the the Vitex, the North Carolinas? How, what got you all the way to the Midwest, out to Missouri? Let's just say recruit coach. You know, I was finna go to JUCO at one point. I was slimming the cracks of finna go to JUCO because of my grades. So what happened was I literally had to dig myself out of a hole that I was in going into my junior year. And all the schools, North Carolina, NC State, everybody was coming to the school, but it was like, it was like his they was like, it's no way he's gonna be able to qualify. So okay. they basically was like, you know, we'll take that as an error. Like, you know, we come see him, we love the kid, good kid, but grades are not good. And, you know, that's for most guys in my city. But at the end of the day, man, I buckled down. I handled my business. And you call my coach right now, ain't no kid came back from where I came back from. It's basically college coaches coming like, you going to JUCO, son. Like, it's yeah. no it's yeah. no way you can qualify. Because at that time, it was 2-3. It was yeah, two, yeah. I didn't even have a two three at that time core, yeah. and that's even for the clearinghouse. But a lot of kids, I didn't know that at that time that the clearinghouse, as far as the NCAA rules, I was thinking it was just whole, like oh yeah, I got A's. No son, what is your cumulative GPA? What is your core GPA? I don't know these things. I'm just thinking he mean current. So I'm like current. I'm good, coach. I got a three. He like no. What's your cumulative? I'm like I don't. What do you mean? He so finally. Got that right. Senior year, got my grades right. Took eight core classes, took two classes during the summer, grinded out, and Missouri was the only school that was going to wait on me. So that's what led me to the Midwest, and it played out, Coach. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, man, so look, it's crazy. The clearinghouse, that kind of is no longer, right? Because the COVID hit, they kind of got rid of the clearinghouse, and everyone kind of got cleared Uh you know, you could have a 2.0, and you don't even got to take the test and pass the test for four years, which is crazy. Yeah, you were but the before one, that, yeah. obviously. So that's what, you know, people don't realize. You were before that whole thing happened. Yeah, you but, had that 2.3 plus the 
you know, your 16 core had to equal out and sliding yeah. scale and all right. that. Right, 16 points. You got to have 16 points. Yeah. Now they raised it to a 2-5, I think, they got to have core. But they on the 10-point grading scale now. Because yeah, we yeah, didn't yeah. get that to my junior year. So it's easy. So it should be easy now. I wouldn't say easy, but yeah, it much is obtainable. It is obtainable. Oh, no doubt. It is. It is. I'm glad you did that. I'm the same way, man. I, I had to do the same thing. And that's why I was like that with my kids, man. I'm like, oh, you – that's why we graduated so many dudes, you know what I mean? At the same time, like, you got to get out, man. It ain't no excuses. And nobody would have felt sorry for you if you didn't make it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, nobody would have cared for you. So people don't realize that, man. It's it's, it's funny that way. Uh, you watched the game last night? Um, Which game? Charger. I, I mean, the Ravens. I watched a little bit of it. Um, I think that uh, – didn't did Lamar have a good game? I don't know. I mean – he, he threw the ball 38 times. He threw it for 230, I think. He threw it for 230. Um, two touchdowns, no picks. So, I mean, he's, he won the game. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if uh, – if if uh, I don't know. I was going to get your take on that, man. But, you know. I think I think he played a good game. I mean, despite, in, uh, you know, from the last game he had uh, against the Giants, I think he played a good game, like coming back from that because that's a lot. You know, he had a fumble and all that. And – you know, a pick. So coming back, I'll say quarterback that he had a good game. I think as far as coming back from that, because it's hard to bounce back from that, especially after that game, criticism, all that. I think it was I think it was a solid game for him. I just think that uh, you know, he's gonna build off of it and the next game he's gonna continue to build. You know, as a quarterback, at the end of the day, as far as me looking at quarterback, quarterback is the hardest position to play on offense because you gotta know everything, man. You got you are the leader, you are the machine, you are the you're the guy that everybody's looking at as far as when it is hard times. And Lamar's the guy, he's the leader. No doubt, no doubt. Um, man, so you came up in high school, you go to Mizzou, uh, you're in the SEC. <clears throat> um, SEC, you know, it is what it is. You guys are playing against these big time schools. Um, okay. What's going on? nowadays landscape wise like we've got we've got the portal we've got nil we've yeah got, all this oh my god coach tasting his bag i mean how is, is recruiting totally changed now like you got a m with 30 million dollars being thrown at kids and and we don't even know if coach fisher gonna make it through there after losing right now he's losing but uh was recruiting like is it totally night and day just from a few years ago with you like just the stories you're hearing it's, it's just totally different, man. Like, as far as the what's on the table, as far as what they're giving to these kids, it's like, you know, it, you know, back in the day, you know, stuff was going on, but, you know, it, it, it wasn't as broadcasted like how it is today because we have all the social media. But it's legal now, though. It's legal, legal, you can do it. It is, it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. So I would say, coach, like, me personally, I didn't get any of those deals because I didn't have that, that leverage coach. Like, you know, I had, yeah, yeah. I had a, I had a one six, I had to come back from that and nobody yeah. thought that. So I would say now with the deals they got, kids can be set before they even get to the next level. So the deals that they get, yeah. I would just say they just got to be real careful because you know, now they got to get into taxes. Now they got to get into business deals. So I just hope that when they're making these deals, these money deals that they're really being smart, and making sure that, okay, I have this money, but don't let it change my perspective of the game as far as college. Like, what, how, when me and my class came in in 2017, we was grinding. We wasn't even worried about the money. We wasn't worried about the, we wasn't worried about anything. We was worried about getting us together collectively as a group and winning. That's all we was worried about. 
But now I would think, and this is just the truth, being in the NFL, when you add money to a, a kid that's 17, 18, and he gets he he's never had that money before. So especially inner city kid, let's be honest. Yeah, inner yeah, I, I want to say that. Especially a kid like me. I've never the most money I've seen in my account in college, two bands. I didn't I never seen no 80, 90, never. Right. I've never seen that. That's right. when I got my signing bonus. That that was a million dollars to me when I seen right. my signing bonus. So it's like a kids are getting more than my signing bonus. Like I'm like, wow, like it's crazy to get signing Lamborghini deals. I like it. I like that they're making money off their name. But the only thing I would say is I just think that when you add when a kid has that much money and he's never had that much money before, you know, he has to have the right people around him to ground him to keep his mind right. Because if he, if he don't and he has all that money, you know, you know what it is, coach, especially nowadays when, you know, my generation is different. You know, we grew up in a certain as we like to see, we could, we could, we, we couldn't technically, uh, let me say we couldn't, search everything and look up everything. Oh, I know about this guy. I know about this guy. Now it's how you talk to kids is you have to give them a scenario, a situation that they're going to go through. So they'll listen to you because if you just tell them about you, they don't care. So I would say it's just the circle, man. Like what the kid getting all that money, he just had to have the right people around him so he can be grounded. So he know what to do and he don't get his head too big. And he's not over there thinking, Oh yeah, I'm woo, woo, woo. And then have a, Let's say, oh, you know, I love the movie Any Given Sunday, a Willie Beeman effect in college. You know, I don't want him to, his teammates to be like, oh, you think since you got all this bread? Because everybody don't get that bread on the team. Let's Hell be real. Not. There's guys that are that are walk-ons. Like, they don't get, you know, they're paying for school. I love the idea that, you know, I could have made probably, if I would have came back to school because COVID, I probably could have made, you know, 40000 40, off of deals. But, I mean, at the end of the day, Coach, it does change the game now because you got kids and in the portal. Wow. I, I it's crazy. It's like now you got hey, 7,200 kids in the portal right now. 7,200 kids in pro never. We, that is crazy. That's crazy. But at the end of the day though, the kid is his circle, man. If he is getting talked in the ear, like, Hey, you need to be doing this. Hey, you need to be, uh, listen, at the end of the day, the kid is there. The kid is at the university. If you're telling your kid to leave because you think he should be playing more, as a parent, that, that's your best interest of your child. But he is the one waking up every day, dealing with weights, dealing with meetings, dealing with class, dealing with the game. So it's up to his. It's his decision at best. But I would say sometimes – he has to make that decision because if you sitting here saying, woo, woo, do, do this, you got to leave. No, let him make that decision because I don't want years to go by later. you like, well, really? I feel like you made that decision for me. Now, if it's the best decision for him, then yes. But if you're telling him to move, move, go here, go here, go here, at the end of the day, college coaches are going to ask, hey, so, son, why did you go to all these schools? Well, coach, you know, I just, you know, well, we do know. You, we had a lot of guys in your ear telling you that you should be doing this and doing that, right? So I would just say with the portal, if if a kid is in a messed up situation, I all would agree with him leaving. But if he's just trying to go to four, three different schools, if you if you got to do that, that's your journey. If that's your process of getting to where you need to go, which is the next level, cool. But if you're just 
going to different schools because you didn't like how you was coached, talked to, then that to me, that's soft. Because I grew up in the hard coaching area where, hey, man, it, it, it's real. It's going to be real. But now you can't be really real to some of these guys because their feelings get hurt. They get in their feelings and don't know how to respond and not and they react. So I would just say the portal is it's a blessing, but it's, a, I would say, a little bit of a curse if you don't know what you're doing. So the portal, the money, all that, and they're getting money too. So it's a lot of, I would say, a lot of, a lot of things going on around that area, especially in college now. Because if we would have had that in my, I probably would say it would have saved probably like five guys out of my class. It would have helped them as far as get to the next level because, you know, my coaching staff changed my uh, junior year. So we got a whole new staff and a lot of guys, you know, a lot of guys left, you know, it happened. So I would say it would have saved a couple guys if we would have had it, you know, a couple extra money, but I don't change it. I'm, I'm glad that, you know, when I left, like I didn't have to go through all that because I just feel like that would have been a lot of extra distractions coming to the table. I'll like, Hey mama, look at this deal. You know, what's going on. I would have had to get an agent right away, looking at the paperwork, all that. So for me, I'm glad I didn't have to deal with it, you know, but for these kids to be able to make money off their name, I'm all with that, but just, they have to have a good circle around them in order to understand that. Wait, was uh, was Coach McGee there with you, Garrett McGee? Yes, sir. Coach McGee was with me. Coach McGee was the receivers coach. Was he? Okay. Yeah. That, that was my dude. Right that was there. my dude. That was that's my dude, boy. man. Yeah, that's my boy right there, man. We talk all the time. We he's a Tulsa, Oklahoma native. So yes, sir. He was a dude. He played. He was good in college. Um, yeah. Man, it's interesting. I'm glad you talk like that, man. It's your old soul, man. A lot of cats don't think your way, man. I, I've had a lot of my former players on. Jermaine Johnson, who's with the Jets right now. Calvin Jackson, who just got scooped up by the Dolphins. Yes, sir. Um, all, all your guys' age. I basically the same age as you. Um, mm -hmm. You know, it's it's interesting. Uh, you know, my guys think that way, but a lot of guys that don't play for me or or, or, or come up like you did, they're, 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 they're okay with it. They're like, oh, just go. It's cool. Like, I'm nah, like, I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just speaking from just what I've seen. But like, it'll be a kid, like, like a youngin that I'm, I'm like trying to ground. He'd be like, man, I want to leave. I'm like, no, no, look at your situation. Look at right. the situation. If you sure you want to go to another school, deal with another system, deal with a new coach, deal with a new offense, do you want to go through? learn a new team, learn all that. I'm like, you got to think about these things because then when you get there, you don't know the situation that you're in. And now it's, oh, my, my parents forced me to come. No, no, nah, no. Nah, we ain't going to do that. We ain't going to do that. Be real. Are you sure you want to do this? Because whatever you do, as far as what team you go to in college, it's going to set up your future for the next level. So if you go to hip hop, all these hip and hopping, all these schools and you, or a let's just say a cancer to the team and you leave go to another, it's not gonna look good for you so that's on your resume as a player so i tell a lot of i'm like yo think about the situation man you sure you want to do this i'm like think real hard you know the system you know the coaches you know the players you built a relationship there now if it's a situation where it's really bad then leave but if not stay there grind it out man like because people thought people thought when the coach, when the situation happened with us, you know, because my junior year, we got uh, suspended for the uh, NCAA. They suspended us because we had some allegations that happened way before I got there. People were like, hey, are you leaving? No, I'm not leaving. Why, Why would I leave? I, I got like 
do you know how, what I try like coach I went through what I what you went through yeah how water I went through you know what yeah. how water to get here so no I'm not leaving like I when my my mom we believe in this one thing you start something you finish it no matter what it is so we don't we don't do that so that's what my mindset is but a lot of these kids now it's not the same so at the end of the day I'm speaking for me and how I how I was grew up like we don't we don't do that you know what I'm saying yeah. so it's, more it's, it's just like different you, though. though. I wish more thought like you. It would be a different place right now. Um, I'm glad you are, man. You keep doing you, man. It's gonna it's gonna translate to these cats eventually. I hope. I hope. I had Braden Fajoko on your teammate, and yeah, uh, we Braden Fajoko, that's my dude, man. Practices. Yeah, that's your boy. Huh? I, I went that's... to a few of you guys' practices, man. Uh, so I got to see you guys a few times. Yes, sir. Um, and I'm, I'm gonna ask you this: We just talked about it. You just talked about this in, in particular, getting this money. Uh, you know, really, that's number one. That, you know, the, I guess from what I'm taking away, the investment isn't what it once was because I think they're getting these bags that are so big now right. uh, compared to my generation coming up. We had to work and earn and scrap and claw for every single piece of money we could get so we could get yes, a new sir. bag. Nowadays, do you think that there's an issue out there? Because there's 600 NFL players right now injured, the most of all time, uh, a quarter of the league. Um, do you think that's investment on the in the offseason, like and listening to their circle? Because, like you said, their circle, man, I, I could take it. You're not a you don't want a bunch of yes man guys in your circle. You want a cat to tell you the real, like, hey, yeah, nah, yeah, don't, yeah, with my mom, don't tell me what I want to hear. Yeah, know what you want to hear, right? Yeah, do you think that's a, a problem? Like, I see I more mean, interest than ever. I think cats are going to Dubai because they got they got 150 mil. <laughs> <laughs> working out like they once was you know what i'm saying like yeah i would i would no say coach, you know times have changed coach it's crazy you know what i'm saying like how you got how you guys coach back in the day how it was hard really like y'all paid away and the reason why i would say guys like are getting injured you know it's the game of football and certain guys can't play through certain things certain guys can't are not their mind is not, they can't play through certain things. Hey, now, so there's on. a difference. Before you say the rest, before you say the rest, that's a great segue because I couldn't talk to Raheem Boyd like I talked to Malik Henry. You feel right. me? So yes, the coach. So what you're saying, the coach has to know who he can talk to and how he can talk to as well. That comes into relationship building. You know? But you know what, though, coach? That plays on another factor because now – what I noticed in the NFL is you got coaches that <laughs> you got players that's getting paid more than coaches. So oh, yeah. a coach, he can, if he don't have that relationship with that guy, then he can put, if he has that relationship, he can talk to him. But if he doesn't, you know, that player not listening to him because at the end of the day, he's like, Hey coach, I, I, I've been doing this for, for way many years. So the money that adds into it, like uh, Dion was talking about it. Like I'm not going to coach in the league because I'm gonna, it's hard to coach a person, a player that has a lot of money and don't love the game like I love the game. So it's it's hard because now if the, the relationship ain't there and I'm getting paid money, I'm not going to listen to this coach. But at the end of the day, though, everybody's not wired that way to, again, play through certain stuff. Like like my teammate, Austin, he he's, he's going to play through whatever. He's going to play through whatever. It doesn't matter what it is. But certain guys can't do that i never missed the game in college period i didn't care shoulder ankle 
arm, whatever. I'm playing. One, because my mama was driving 14 hours from North Carolina to Missouri every game. So I'll be, you know what, if, yeah, if my mama don't see me play. You know what I'm saying? That's just yeah. my – that was my perspective, but that's my why, though. So even if something was to happen and you get a little ding, there's a difference between being hurt and injured. Two different things. A lot of people don't know about that. If you can't go, you can't go. You're not going to feel – the same way the whole season. Your best way your body's going to feel, as my teammate Austin says, is the beginning of OTAs. <laughs> At you Once we get to week five, six, ten, your body is going to feel – it's going to tear every, every game. But it's up to you as a professional to get your body right because at the end of the day, you're in this business. You have to perform regardless of how you feel. Now, if hey. you're injured, that's a different – you little banged up, you got to grind through it. That's just my opinion. But at the end of the day, it's crazy. I didn't. I didn't know it was six hundred players, though, coach. Now it's going to be a lot of um, yeah, business moves coming around. GMs and GMs going to have to, you know, bring guys in. You know, probably have to bring a couple of XFL players in. And so it's actually kind of like a little blessing for a little XF, like some XFL players to come in, get their shot. You know, either whether it's P squad or whether it's getting right to the active roster. So. I'm actually a little bit, you know, excited what's going to happen with these moves because, you know, a lot some guys are going to get some opportunities. You know what I'm saying? Hey, thinking of, speaking of that, like, I know you talk to your boys across the league. You got guys all over and you talk to them and you don't got to say nothing. But, like, are you – do you kind of stick your head to the to the fire? Like, okay, trade deadline's November 1st. Cats are going to be moving around. Like, I know Nick Chubb and – and Kareem Hunt, they, they're they're possible trade block guys. Uh, I know the Rams, Cam Akers, trying to get rid of him. I know that's the situation. Like, are you ever interested in that, or are you just like whatever happens, happens? Uh, I would say I would just say, coach, like you know, me, I'm I'm just you know, every, I'm focused on the moment every day. So whatever that moment is, as far as me, like you know, in the NFL, you got every day, you just focus on that day, right? Every day, every day, I'm focusing on what I what's my mission today, what I have to do today. So my job today, if it was game week, would be on the peace card. I would be practicing. I'll be practicing hard, giving it a good look. Whatever I need to do, whatever coach need me to do, I'm doing it, right? But as far as the trade things, the business, what all as far as the trading and all that, you gotta let don't don't bring that into the into the to the you don't bring that into the room. You 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 talk about that outside with your agent, but I'm not gonna be talking about, I can't wait to leave. I ain't doing that. I'm not doing that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not doing that. I focus on the moment every day. Whatever my job is that day, as far as being on Peace Squad, do it and go home. But that's it, though. You don't, you ain't got that leverage to be talking about that, and you ain't you ain't got no bag yet. So, as far as me, everyday coach, I'm on the moment. I'm practicing, doing my job, what I need to do, and then I go home. And then if that, as far as the business side of the NFL, of trading and all that, when it happens, It'll happen. But at the end of the day, I can't really focus on that aspect when I go to work every day. No doubt. No doubt. So so it's it's, it's you got a bye week this week. Um, you 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 went back home this week for the week. You back home for the week. You come yes, back. Sir, yes, sir. Back see my mom's back in Raleigh, North Carolina, you know, come to see the family. You know, I ain't been home since Mother's Day. The last time I saw my mom, she came down to L.A., but I ain't seen I ain't been home since Mother's Day. Yeah. Man, much love. Much love for that. When are you coming back here? Oh, I'm coming back Sunday. Come back Sunday. Okay, got you, got you. And then you're getting ready for who? Who you guys got? Um, we play. No, no. Uh, you um, guys, just, um, you just you just play Seattle, right? We play Seattle, and we uh, we play. Strong, you, you, 
You, how, what do you think about Geno Smith and his resurrection? Oh man, um, I I think it proves that as a quarterback, you take the time and you keep working hard and you keep working hard every single year, every day. That it'll pay off soon. You know, it didn't pay off for my man's right away, but at the end of the day, as far as when he was going to all the teams he played on took knowledge from every quarterback, every room, and put it all up in one bottle, and it came out this year. No doubt. You guys got Atlanta after the bye, so you guys got to play Atlanta. They're yeah. going to be hungry because they're looking to compete, stay up there and, and, and with Tampa in that division. You guys are in the hardest division in football. A lot of people thought maybe the hardest of all time uh, going into the AFC West this year. Now, now listen, you people don't realize – you play last year right out of college. You got a six-round pick. You played, what, 12 games last year? Yeah, I was mainly on special teams. I returned the ball a little bit, punt, return. I mean, it was not punt, return, but I was on punt. All special teams and played a little bit of running back. And and then this year you're on the P-Squad. People don't yep. realize how good that is. I was on the P-Squad with the Chiefs for a minute, so I understand. People don't realize what that means. Like, you're one play from being in the game. You're one play from going home. You're like, right. every day's a grind. I'm trying to get this thing done. Yeah. Uh, People don't really realize the 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 true impact that 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 position entails, and it's a professional. Like you said, you have to be the utmost professional person you can be. You might have you might be asked to be, you know, the the uh, Kamara that week, right? Yeah, you gotta every be week, somebody yeah. that week. Every uh, week. It ain't easy. It ain't easy. So I man, it's it's a grind. I I know that. I I appreciate all that, man. That you do. I, people don't realize that. They, oh, a P squad, man. You, you cats have no idea you're sitting at walmart at home watching um <laughs> what let me ask you this man what what's, what's your end all be all you i know you i know you you have this passion and it's glowing man uh you, you just you want to be an nfl starting back until you just can't play no more that's your goal i'm going to be a starting back that is what i'm going to do is that kind of well, your mindset my mindset is take well one when my mom is retired when i retire my mom i'm done right but I do have aspiration of being a starting running back one day, right? But I'm still young. I'm still growing. I'm learning every every year. Like, this is my second year in the league. So when it gets to that point where I have seeked the knowledge of the game as much as possible and I put the the knowledge in my in my, in my my oil and I can use it in the situations when it, when it obtains itself, whenever the right moment is, then I can. And I just try to do that every day, Coach. Like, I literally, you know, every day I walk up in the building, I just – I just – try to seek more knowledge of the game. I, I want to know more, like teach me more. Like I'm learning every day. Cause you know, now my job is football. So, you know, some guys, you know, they get to the league and they're like, oh, they got bread and I don't have bread. I don't, I don't, whatever, you know, regardless, even if I had money still, I would still seek the game of how I seeked it when I was in college, when I was in high school, when I was a kid, because I would, I would never take advantage of this game of not, looking at it the same if they if I wasn't looking at the game the same as how I looked at it before when I was in high school how I wanted how I wanted it so bad then you shouldn't be playing because now you've got comfortable you literally like oh man I, don't, I got the bag now I got the bun. what no you doubt. get to the bag and you chilling now nah I'm not yeah. gonna do that so I'm more so every year coach as long as I play this game hopefully as long as I'm blessed to play this game I just try every every year to Seek knowledge of the game. Seek knowledge of the game. You know, my roles, you know, roles, you know, I just do my role. My role is P-Squad right now. So whenever that 
time meets of me being a starter, a second, third, hey, I'm there. You know what I'm saying, coach? But, you know, in college, it was it's the same thing. Freshman year, get your feet a little bit, a little bit wet. Get your feet a little bit wet. Put your feet in the water. Sophomore year, okay, your role changed. And then third year, you know, everybody was a guy in college. But the roles changed in the NFL because it's a lot of other stuff that goes on up top that nobody know about. Hell yeah. Politics is crazy. What, what, uh, let me ask you this, man. You're, uh, you got, you got this season going. You guys are, uh, you guys are competing, man. You guys are in a deal. Is it, is it a blessing to be under and learning from a guy like Austin Eckler and, and in that room? Is he yeah. a guy that is, is like giving back to the youngsters oh, and, and, wow. and learning from them? Man, Austin's a great guy, man. Since day one, since I got there, Austin's been the same guy, wired, willing to do anything possible to win the game. If he, his mindset, we talk about, as far as running backs in that room, we all talk about your mindset. We all talk about, like, what is your mind thinking about in the hard situations? Like, when it's chaos, like, what are you thinking about? You know, we, we have values in the running back room that we talk about daily. We always try to my coach, Coach Derek Foster, he we we always have these debates like, hey, like, is this water like if you look at this bottle of water, is it fully, is it fully, is it fully, is it fully um filled up? Or if you drink the water, can you fill that water back up? And as we just talk about these things, he's like, Well, coach, if you think about this, the water is full is not really fully, fully, fully gone, because you can fill it back up. But if you get the water bottle and you drink all the water and you crash it all up and you throw it in the trash. It's like, okay, that's what you did as far as your mindset, as far as you seeking knowledge, like you, you getting more information. You, you didn't fill the water bottle back up and you threw it away rather than filling the water bottle back up that you had. So it's like just filling. We talk about these things, talk about your mind. We talk about things that people like, they're like, wow, y'all talk about these things. We talk about marriage. We talk about, Having kids, we talk about all these things, but Austin, as far as him being a person, great guy. Talk to him about business. Talk to him about sponsorships. You can talk to him about anything, but as far as him being in the room, what I've noticed is Austin. Austin's mindset is wired to a whole nother level that he's wired himself to to know. Like every play, I can make this play. Like he he's wired like that, and I've never seen a guy like that before. But at the end of the day, I have much respect for him. He went undrafted paved the way, was on special teams. He was actually, well, I have the most respect for him because he always pushes everybody. You know, even when I'm on, when I'm running on Peace Squad, he's like, hey, let's get a burst. Let's get a burst. But he don't have to tell me that because I'm, I'm doing that anyway. But yeah. even as he's always pushing everybody around him to be great. And I really respect that because certain guys don't do that. Certain guys, they, they you know, they're not, they don't lead like that. But yeah. Austin, Austin, what I notice about Austin is Austin is a, a leader and he is willing to do whatever it is to to win the game so i really respect that and i respect his preparation of the game he respects this game and the most is he plays special teams he went undrafted and again he got his shot and he took the most of it so i really respect his pro his process of of how he got to being the starting running back no doubt no doubt man that's that's uh that's inspirational shit man i'll be honest with you uh let me ask you this um Who's your favorite back right now in, in football? Did you have one coming out of high school, college that's still playing right now? Or, so, or 
I now was, that you got in the league, are you like, okay, so, this guy so, now is the guy. So I got to represent for, for my city, for the double R. Okay, so Keith Marshall played for uh, the Redskins, right, for a little bit. And then Bryce Love played for um, – he played for Cal- he was in uh he was a Stanford. He was a Stanford. Yeah. Was uh was elected for the Heisman and all that. And he played for the Redskins for a little bit. And then um Keith Marshall played for the Chiefs, played for the Titans for a little bit. So I watched all those guys because they were in the circle around, you know, Bryce Love played at Wake Forest right over here. You know, and Dexter Lawrence played at Wake Forest right over here. You know, Dexter is uh Ian Delami for the Giants, big big dude, big dude. Yeah. He's the same size he was when we was in when we was in high school. So watch I lo- I watched a lot of running backs in my city because I always you see that with like when we in this in this conference that we in in high school, you we, we go to the games. When you're in JV, you go to the varsity games and you see like wow, Bryce Love out here running the wing T and scoring eight touchdowns in one game with the wing T. You know what I'm saying? So it's just to see those guys but then when I talk about the NFL, as far as like when I was in high school, I would probably say Le'Veon, Bell a lot. But as far as guys that run, that I run like, as far as power, Marshawn Lynch, um, I would say AP, um, Joshua Cribs, I would watch. But you know, coach, I gotta, I gotta go. We gotta go back because I'm an old school guy, so I go way back. So I go back: Ernie Davis, Jim Brown, um, Barry Sanders, um, Sweetness. Um, Was you an Eric Dickerson guy? Oh yeah, he did every, all the all those guys I watched. I watched growing up. But as far as because I like to go back, um, even um. My dude, OJ Simpson. I did not know OJ Simpson was like that. And then I, I watched him back in the day. I was like, oh, okay. Okay, OJ. A lot of guys, even my dude that uh played with uh OJ Simpson at uh SC. Marcus Allen. You like Marcus? Oh man, I, I go back, man. See, I name more old school guys than new school guys. Hey, I'm- let me ask you this. That's it. A- these cats nowadays, man, like these kids coming up, they don't even know their own like predecessor. They don't even know their forefather. They don't even know who Eric Dickerson was. And I find that to be like troublesome, man, because if you don't know what you're chasing, then I don't yeah. know if you're really chasing anything. Yeah, but because this coach, uh, like I said, Coach Tom's is changing, man, because I can even go back and talk about Herschel. I can talk about <laughs> Emma Smith. I could talk about uh Bo Jackson. I could talk about the best who never was, Marcus Dupree. I can go back, back, that's back. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I I like watching because I'm just old. I like the old school run eye mentality. We know where you're running the ball, but guess what? You gotta stop it. You know what I'm saying? So I take pride for one. If the ball is on the three, the or in the any low red, and we're running the ball. And we're in the eye formation. My mindset is I'm gonna get this ball in the end zone. No, regardless, I don't care if if there is no blocking, but I love that. I I I I I lick my chops when I when 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 we get in those situations. Cause usually when you get in the, when you get in the eye formation, people are like, oh, they're gonna run this ball. 
Now we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna run this ball, but the difference is is you got me and I'm and I'm going to run the ball. So I take pride when we get in the low red and we go 21. I love it. Hey, hell yeah, I love it. I love the eye. 21, brother. Low red zone getting the 21. Let's run ISO power counter, whatever yes, you name yes. it. I, I love it. I wish football was like that again. Let me ask you this before I get out of here, man. I know you're busy. Uh and we gotta hey, we gotta get together in LA, man. One oh, day. Yeah. Uh let me ask you this. You 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 coming back, you're gonna get you're gonna get this grind going. Um, you got you got this. We're in this, like we just talked about. Cats don't know their 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 forefathers, cats don't know this and that. Um, let me ask you this. We're in the analytic era. All right. Mm-hmm. We're in this analytical era. And hey Matt, can you send Matt the link? Um, we're in this analytic era in like your guy, Staley, who, who, who's a young up-and-coming dude, who's a defensive guru with the Rams. He got his name. He got the job. And 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 basically, I talked to Braden about this. He basically said, you know what? We're all in. We're going to go for this shit. And you guys got to make it happen. I've heard Eckler on Pat McAfee's show say the same thing. Is that kind of the mindset? He's like, dog, we're letting them hang. We're going to go for it on fourth down. I don't care about what people say. Um, over the, the the common sense thing of let's kick it, let's play it safe, duh, duh, duh. Last year it kind of hurt. This year it's helped you twice. Um, is that just what he's came out and said in like as a philosophy, or is that just something he does? So I'm gonna tell you the truth. He he believed the reason why he goes for it in in situations like that is because he believes in us so much right. that he knows right. we're gonna make. He's like, you guys are well than capable enough to go out there in any situation and win. He has that much faith in us, but that came with trust. He trusts us. He like, he can get whatever, like whatever, like you said, coach, you said this when I was watching the last night, you said, it doesn't matter the call. doesn't matter what, what plays, no matter what it is. If the kid goes out there and gets the ball and runs hard, that's what it is. It's up to the player players game, baby. So So you're buying into what he's selling. I'm all into that because guess what? It works no it works. and 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 i like that because that that's 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 that shows like he believes in us he's like you know what? we're gonna go for this we're gonna go for it i you i know you can make this play i know mike i know you can make this play keenan i know you can make this play and guys want the ball like they're like hey okay we get in a situation i want the ball so and when you got guys like that because you know there's certain guys they're like no no oh i want the ball oh oh it's this your moment now Let's go, baby. Oh, no. You know, you prepare for it now. Now it's time to either either play chess. Let's go. So I really, I really enjoy how Coach Every Day comes in and like people don't know, like Coach Stanley is smart. Like no doubt. we like our our game preparation, like we know everything. I'm not gonna get into it, but we know everything. We know what he knows, everything that is going on with that offense. So it's just just to see it every day how he talk about personnel situations we go over these things all the time so a lot that's why a lot of people don't know when we get in situations we've already talked about it we've already we've already we know what's going on so as far as how staley attacks the game as in situations and crazy situations, like no don't do this no we're gonna do this we've already prepped it so i respect the whole his whole mindset as far as the game period because he analyzes the game, I feel like, a little bit differently because he's on the defensive side. So he knows a lot of what is going on. Like, what's okay, they're trying to set up this. 
not in cover two, not it. Nope, nope. They're playing penny. All these things. So I really respect it. And it's and it's not just a it's not just a fake. He really does this every day. Like we go over these situations. He says, We're gonna go for it. We're gonna go for it. And I know you guys can I know for a fact you guys are more than capable of making the play. No doubt. That's good, man. As long hey man, as long as you guys believe in it, shit. At the end of the day, you know what? He's the head coach. He's gonna it's gonna fall on him. Wins and losses fall on that man. And 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 you gotta have big shoulders in this profession, man, regardless of what level you're at. So uh, let me ask you this, man, get you out of here. What what's your uh what's your top what's your number one? If I told you today, dog, this is it. You can only choose one album to listen to the rest of your life. What is it? Marvin Gaye. Woo shit, really? Yeah. You're an old soul, dog. You should have been playing for me, homie. <laughs> hey, I was close, coach. I was like, I know, I, was, I know. Nah, I know. People don't know that, but I know. Hey, that shit is crazy, dog. You got an old school mentality, man. That's a, that's a, uh, that is great. All right. What about favorite movie? Favorite movie? Uh, man. I know you said any given Sunday you like. Yeah, but I already said that. So my favorite, I got to go with, uh, always outnumbered. Uh, Lawrence is, um, What's the guy that played uh Lawrence Fishburne? Yeah, yeah. It's a good movie. This it's 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 an old movie, but it's a really good movie. It talks it's lessons learned in life. I really liked it. Really? Favorite food? Um hibachi. Really? Yeah. yeah you in LA, dog. LA got the best food in the world, homie. You I, I gotta get you around. I know. I'm in Irvine though, so on one of my off days, I gotta come up there and, and mess with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you staying in Irvine? Yeah. But I'll be, be in LA though because I have to do some business on there sometimes on my off day. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Hey, there's some spots in Orange County too, dog. We gotta hook up. Hey, my cigars are out there in Orange County, so we gotta link up. Oh, I'm in that. Oh, oh, I'm in that too. Oh, we gotta get it cracking. Oh yeah, oh yeah, let's get it. Oh, <laughs> uh, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, man. We gotta talk. We gotta talk. Hey, let, yeah, last no. thing, man. Let me get out of here. Is Russell Wilson a weird motherfucker? No, 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 no. <laughs> No, nah, he's not weird, man. Hey, man, you're a good right dude, now, man. Honestly, hey, you're man. a good dude, homie. He's a good dude, man. Like, like from what I've heard, like he's a, he's he's a team guy, team leader. Like he's all about the team. So I can't really say anything about the guy because I've never been around him. But from what I've heard, good guy, good guy. Nah, I hear you. I just well, utmost, utmost. Uh, you know, he he um, you know, he he's real deep into the words, so he really loves expressing that. So yeah. uh, good guy, man. He's not nah. But, you know, the crazy thing is, though, Coach, you know, what I've noticed about the NFL is that, you know, a lot of people want to know about the guy. Like, who are they? Like, who are they? You know, but at the end of the day, I can't, you know, you don't really know somebody until you actually get your impersonation. Yeah. Like, okay, I met him, and he gave me this. So that's what I'm going to go off of. I can, I can sit here and listen to one of my teammates saying, oh, he told me about this guy, this guy, this guy. But when I meet him, and if he told me what he told me and everything's right, okay, that's different. But if I, I already know him and he don't even know, and I'm like, wait, man, that's just a side that he gave you because, you know, you probably said this. You probably tried him or you felt tried. So I just go off that. You know, you don't know a person until I actually, like, Coach, I, like, no doubt. I seen you. I seen no you, doubt. Coach. But I don't know you until I know you until I shake right. your hand as a man. So right. that's just me, though. Hey, I'm glad you think that way, man. I'm the same way. We're, we're all think that way. It's all optics right now. You know, everybody looks at people to say and say, oh, that's you, that's you, that's you, when you really don't know that's him. So, yeah. It is what it is. Hey, man, kudos to you, brother. It's been a pleasure, man. Uh, I'm rooting for you like a motherfucker, man. I hope you make this thing. And uh, okay. if anything I can ever do, let me know. And we got to hook up when you get back in town. And uh, maybe I'll get out to a game, man. 
Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. I, um, I, yeah, we gonna talk. We gonna talk. No doubt. Say, no doubt. We got it. Okay. Hey, man. Be be safe on the way back, and I'll see you later. All right, coach. Be smooth, All right, man. Brother. Appreciate you. All right. Man, great, 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 great young man right there. Uh, without further ado, let's get Matt right in here. Uh, Matt, I thought you were at eight today on Friday. My bad. Um, it's all good, dog. I know. Let me, uh, let me, let me get my break, dog. I've been grinding, Matt. I, I'm like you, dog. I'm just straight grinder, homie. I gotta, we got a, we got a, uh, we got a, we got a commercial that me and Matt did, though. I want to show you. Uh, if you haven't seen it, we've talked about our quarterbacks and Matt Rule, so we have both. I don't know if you want to see Big Sexy driving in his car on the way to Colorado, or if you want to see me and him talking about the quarterbacks. But I got to take a two minute break, and during that break, you can see the commercial. I'll be right back, and me and Matt are going to get after it and talk about Tom Brady looking like a crackhead and Lamar Jackson throwing for 200 yards. Peace. Uh, my top 10, all right? I'm going to get into my top 10. Matt asked yesterday about my top 10, and he spit his out real quick. I'm going to pull mine up on the ticker below so the world can see. You can all fucking go, oh, fucking chat. 400 people are going to talk shit. I don't fucking care. So here we go. I'm going to go Tom Brady. Here we go. Before I pull it up, before, I know you guys saw everything. I'm going to use this criteria. You've had, for me, You've had to at least to be in my top five, have won a Super Bowl, been to Super Bowl, and just one of the elite of elite. All right. That is how my criteria kind of is. So here we go. Tom Brady, who's the GOAT as far as wins. I do not believe he's the best as far as skill set, but I do believe he's the best quarterback. All right. We're not going to get at that fucking thing uh, as far as winning and losing. Um, so Agreed. that's number one for me. Um, I got Troy Aikman because I believe Troy Aikman can travel to any era and be as accurate as any quarterback of all time. He is the fucking – people do not – you're 40 years old, Matt. How do you not believe in fucking Troy Aikman? You know how good he was? Do you really know how good he was? The second best quarterback of all time? Yeah, dog. Do you know how good Troy, Troy Aikman fucking was? Aikman? Do you know how good he was? Let's get to it. Let's get to it. Elway, I got at three. I got Montana at four. Manning at five. Rodgers at six. Favre at seven. Uh, both of those are very close skill set wise. Both have a Super Bowl. Been to two. Marino at eight. All right, I'm sorry. Yeah, at eight. Bradshaw at nine because he won so much. He's not as talented as anyone else. And Steve Young at ten because of just he was the first lefty to really dominate his position. Um, that's my top 10. I'll just let it keep ticking, dog. I'm going to mute my channel. Go ahead. Uh, I don't have a problem with the rest of the top 10, but Troy Aikman even being on the list makes you're, me you're, just... You're shitting me, right? You're telling me, me Troy is not a top 10 quarterback. No, here's mine. Brady, Manning, Elway, Montana Marino, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, oh, Steve, Steve Young, Mahomes and Jim Kelly. See, this is the problem I have. With Troy this. fucking Aikman. Oh, dog. I, it, Tr Drew Brees couldn't hold Troy Aikman's fucking left nutsack from behind his asshole. Here, dude. Yeah, Drew, Brees, Drew Brees runs circles around Troy Aikman. Huh? Drew Brees runs circles around. Fuck! <laughs> Fuck that! <laughs> hey, were we wearing the same shit? It looked like it was live. It did. Hey, I think everybody... Take the morning off and just run that. commercials. <laughs> hey, we're just going to run commercials today, you fucks. We're not even going to be here. 
Uh, man. Hey, that kid, that kid I just had on. Uh, yeah, Roundtree, he was a hell of a player in Missouri. Yeah, hey, he is a inspiration, man. You know why? I have newfound hope that all kids aren't fucked up. You have hope? I have hope. I, I have after you? I have to say though, I have optimism. I have some optimism. I have newfound optimism in my Holy life. Fuck. <laughs> I found it. Hallelujah. This guy Roundtree's gonna write a book if he's fucking gone through to you, bro. I gotta talk to this dude. <laughs> hey, you gotta go talk to him, though. He hey. He liked Marvin Gaye as his number one album. Like, holy fuck. I heard that. What would be yours? I mean, Probably one album, that's hard, dog. Can I get NWA. like can I get three? NWA, first album. At first NWA, damn. That's the only album you ever get to listen to again? And you're good with I mean, it? You only got one album, dog. You can only listen to one album ever again. Fuck. Uh I would say I probably I'm gonna go with LA Woman by the doors. You know, you know who else I might go with? If it's not NWA, it, just because if it's like, I got to get one album from every like, genre. Can you listen to NWA as you go to sleep at night? Like, I don't know. So, I, don't, I mean, can you really put fuck the police on while you're trying to get it on with your girl? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Fuck the police coming straight from the underground. Definitely. <laughs> definitely. Flip it over, rub it down. You know? <laughs> like, guaranteed, I could. But. Bob Marley, the Bob Marley album might be one. Oh, I'll bro, Le- yeah. legend, right? You put on legend and just walk away, and it can play on repeat for the rest of my life. Yes, that's a good one. Can yeah. I get one each genre? Because I can't, nah, like. You got to make it up shit. You get one album. Nah, man, I don't like this only one shit. I'm, fuck. I'm the polygamist of music, homie. I like everything. Hey, I hear you. I'm the polygamist in life. Um <laughs> Short, fast, skinny, and tall. <laughs> um, we like them all. That's how we get down here. Hey, uh, so I, I, I started this <coughs> off, man, breaking down all these things. Um, last night's game, of course, I did a little watch party, uh, which you can't even watch because Amazon Prime is just buffering the whole time. It's an absolute joke. Um, it's not as much of a joke as the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are. I, are they done? Bro, they're cooked, homie. Like they they might win the division because their division is trash, like the worst division in football this year. But is it worse than AFC South? Yeah, way worse. Um, really? But Brady looks Brady looks stressed, homie. Like I said, dog. He dog, looks- like he doesn't just look like hurt or beat down by the game, like the normal rigors of the NFL, right? When everything's going good at home, like usually people don't see this part. That's what you have to understand. Is I'm di- I'm divorced. Ten years out of the NFL, I got divorced. It happens to about half of us, okay, uh, or or more. It football dudes are hard to get along with, and. A lot of chicks are attracted to lights and glitz and money and fame. And when it's over, they don't realize we're all just regular dudes. Well, 99.9% of us. And uh, you go back to regular dude life and it's, well, I'm not a fucking movie star. You feel me? So I just think Tom Brady's a regular dude inside and just wants to play ball. And yes, he's, he's famous because he won Super Bowls, but Tom Brady could have easily been an insurance salesman. Like he, I think he would have been fine with that. He he didn't go into it for fame, 
Whereas Giselle's a supermodel, and that's why she's in this game, is for fame. So I uh, I think that what Giselle is doing, saying that she's giving the ultimatum to her husband, saying you either quit playing or I'm going to leave you, is the most cowardly fucking shit I've ever seen in my life. And you know what? Like, I understand. She's like, oh, I want to do it for your health. I don't want you to get hurt. He plays the most protected position on the field, lady. He's going to play one more season, let him get it out of his system so he can move on without any regrets. Do you want to deal with the man's regrets or do you want to deal with an achy shoulder? Because regrets are something you can't change. I can go fix my shoulder. So Jeremiah just just said right there, it's reported that the divorce was filed today. Bro, that's like the, the fact that she, I read that yesterday in this article. That, that she gave him that ultimatum. Like, you either quit or your family leaves. And that is an ultimatum that was given to me, is an ultimatum given to a ton of men. And it's like, it, you know, it's, I, I think that it's a really, really shallow fucking move on the woman's part. And, I, yeah, like, dude, like, the, the soul of a woman, the soul of a woman comes from below brother like i swear to god there's just something what is giselle what's the point of this giselle you can't wait four months for him to retire and just like ride out on the white stallion with him you got to stress him out to the point where he can't function he can't play football he looks like he's lost 20 pounds he looks like he's up all night fucking zombied out stressed as fuck like am i ever going to see my kids again i I mean fuck man i i kind of feel for tom brady right now dog this is (laughs) <laughs> that all the people with all the memes and shit on social media it's, this is this isn't this isn't corny ass russell wilson running up and down a fucking hallway on a plane and shit you know like that's busting someone's balls this is like real life shit and yeah. it just bro I, i'm, I, I'm dumbfounded. That, i don't like that it's week eight ultimatums like i, I just don't understand like what it, get divorced, but why does it have to be? Why does Giselle need to run this through the media, too? Because she's a fucking supermodel. Because she's about that fame. She thinks this is an episode of the fucking Kardashians. And Tom Brady just wants <laughs> to play football. Like, uh, hey, ladies, football's okay. We like it. There's nothing wrong with it. And, in fact, it pays a lot of y'all bills. So stop fucking bitching. <clears throat> and then AB's not helping by selling his shirts. Oh, AB, a- somebody, need, bro, I'm telling you, somebody I, needs to casino AB. That's what I'm, my my thing is as well. Tom Brady and the Bucks came up short. Uh, Tom Brady's first three loss uh, in a row since 2002. Um, Dude, just think about that greatness for a second, by the way. I know. Since I know. 2002, dog, I was a junior in college. I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Holy shit. I know. People, I don't think people really realize because Matt, you know as I know, dog. This is a what have you done for me life? And everyone is so fucking enabled now and instant gratification, and you have to win now, and you have to do this, and you have to fucking win the lotto today. Like no one realizes what you've done for your whole life. Everyone well, just that, that's now. why. Like this is exactly why he's having such a hard time letting it go. Like, when Nipsey Hussle says he's married to the game, that's who I made my wife, he took that shit serious, dog. That's what Tom Brady is. So, essentially, like, his wife in life is asking him to walk away from his wife in life. Like, he's married to this shit. 
You can't just ask people that have been doing something their whole lives to just quit. What do you want them to go do? Be a fucking investment banker or some shit? <laughs> let, let me go on into the booth. Like, exactly. It's not like he's going to be around the house more. He's going to be gone more if he's in the media. He's going to be on a plane for you four days a week flying around the country doing games. This is just some selfish bullshit. That's all this is, dog. And Giselle better be careful because she might make more than him. She does, I think. Well, good. Give me half, bitch. I know. That's the new thing. Yeah. Give me, give half. me motherfucking half, son. Give me half. What's up? Give me half. Go get half, Tom. Let's go, baby. We're rooting for you. I would love to see that shit. Flip the coin. Fucking Team coin. Tom Brady, bitch. Flip the coin. Uh, so Lamar Jackson, I've gotten 500 DMs this morning because I'm the number one Lamar Jackson hater, he, apparently, even though I'm he, a true he, he, Look, uh, he, he balled last night, dude. No, you know, I can't sit here and look, look, listen to me. Look, look at me. Put, take your analyst hat off for a second and just listen to what I'm saying, okay? And you actually take your hat off. <laughs> you fuck, I love you. <laughs> all right, so <clears throat> this is all I'm saying. I'm, I'm a lineman, homie. I don't care about stats, like deep down inside, right? So when you go to Tampa on national TV, with the goats back against the wall, and he hasn't won three, he hasn't lost three games in twenty fucking two years in a row. <laughs> twenty fucking two years old. Lamar Jackson's like twenty five, by the way. So entire his whole motherfucking life, essentially. And you win, and you you don't fuck it up in the second half, and like you score, and your the drives look good, and the team looks like it's operating more smoothly. That's a W for me, dog, with Lamar. And we're hard on Lamar on the show, you more than me. I think he's a really special player that just needs to figure some shit out. Um, and I think that's how you feel deep down, too. Really, really, when you look at it like from a bird's eye. I really do. I think that I think that you really inside Have you ever think heard that it? he can play and you just want him to maximize potential. That's why you're so hard on him. You're just you're all you're trying to do is coach Lamar, right? Oh, uh, yeah, I am. I would. Yeah, see, that's all I'm trying to say. I would, but I don't believe he's the guy. So let me let me break this down for you real quick in perspective. Do you agree? Just tell me yes or no, one answer, and I'm going to move on and make my point. Is Tom Brady playing shitty or not? Yeah, he's playing pretty bad. All right. Tom Brady last night threw for 330 yards on 44 attempts. Lamar Jackson is a fucking quarterback in the NFL. He threw the ball 38 times last night for 228 yards. He threw for 100 yards less than a shitty Tom Brady on six more attempts. So what, what was the turnover ratio and how many yards did he rush for? And what was the time of possession? Lamar Jackson ran for 48 yards on 11 carries. Okay. Um, how many touchdowns did he have? Two touchdowns, no picks. No picks. How about Brady? 325 passing on... I know he missed Mike Evans twice again last night for touchdowns. I know that because I fucking bet on it again. Hey, I just said Tom Brady's playing shitty. Yeah, what know. I'm saying is, in perspective, a shitty Tom Brady is yeah, still... it's still right better than Lamar Jackson. Better. You're right. 
light years better than Lamar Jackson at his That's, best. No one's debating that. I'm not saying he's not. I, so 100%, I would take is, a so, shitty Tom Brady over a good Lamar Jackson. All right, here's my thing then. So then you agree that mediocrity is our new excellence. Well, I don't think Lamar's mediocre. I, just, I don't think he is. He is mediocre. You, he's he just is, excellent to you. He's excellent to you. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Time out. Time out. There's two different. There's two different ways to look at this. Okay. Number one. <laughs> number one. Okay. Number one. Do I think he can improve exponentially in areas of his game? Fuck yeah, I do. But do I think he is Michael Vick athletic special? Fuck yeah, I do. And I'm telling you, dog, it's. I, he can make up for being shitty mentally at times. And if he ever figures it out up here, it's over. Over. Look, I'm not a Lamar Jackson hater. I want to get – I'm done oh, with Lamar Jackson. Damn. I think you, he's a You great run player. the fan club. <laughs> what I, are you talking I, about? <laughs> so, so, Matt, you and I know the truth is much different than hate. I'm sorry. I have yet to prove something that has not been the truth about Lamar Jackson. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just saying, is he worth the money? No, but he deserves the money. He deserves it because these other fucks got it. But he's not worth it. Uh... That's deep on that. It's a little too deep for you this morning, huh? Okay, he, so he deserves so... it, Matt. Because Deshaun Micropenis Watson got the bag. So Lamar deserves it. He's not worth the money, though. And you know it and I know it. You know I don't know if I don't know if anybody million? I don't know if any of these guys are worth the inflated bag, bro. They're not. They're not. Because if you look around like the inflated bag with everybody, I guess, has an inflated bag now, but it's I don't know if you can function on the edge of salary cap demise and win consistently. Although the Rams did it and Buffalo's doing it and they're winning. So, I mean, I don't really know how I feel about this, to be completely honest with you. I feel like the market, the market jumped so fast for quarterback salary that it's, I feel like the money is putting the correct amount of pressure on the quarterbacks to perform. Because if you're going to make that kind of money, I need you to operate like one of the greatest. Yeah. And that, and I, you look, no one's disagreeing with you on that. I'm saying there's two different Lamar. There's one Kyler Murray. Okay. He's just a turd and he's athletic. That's it. But Lamar he's, shitty Jackson's a, he's shitty Lamar, too. Yeah, he's shitty, but Lamar Jackson's not shitty. Lamar Jackson is a fucking competitor. Just that just needs to continue playing and learning, and he he works his ass off. So, I, uh, I listen. I take Lamar Jackson over Kyler Murray any fucking day of the week. I take him over Justin Fields any day of the week. I take him over day. Carson Wentz, Baker Mayfield. Yes. I yes. take Lamar over all those guys. No yes. question. Well, no question. I hope so. They all suck. Yeah, no question. I take him over Deshaun Watson all day. Yes. So would I. Um, I'm just saying. I, I can't take so him who over. Wouldn't you take? Would you take him over Josh Allen? No, no. Mahomes? No. I know you love Mahomes. Yeah, I hate. I don't even like Mahomes, and no. I just. How can you? I mean, how can you justify not liking? Did you just watch him play on Sunday? Who? Mahomes. 
Yeah, I watched him play. I watched him throw six drag routes, four now screens, and fucking two shovel passes. And now we're anointing him as the greatest downfield passer of all time. Like, get the fuck out of here. The guy's a fucking gimmick. Oh, wait. So he throws three picks late in the game in the playoffs and loses. Patrick Mahomes is a gimmick? Yes, he's a fucking gimmick. All right, hold on. Time out. Hey, uh, I can't wait. Until, the, the system that he plays in makes him a gimmick. I think that the fact that he can do all those different things makes him elite. Some of these guys can't even throw a shovel pass. Like you make it sound like it's easy. <laughs> you know, I can coach it up. Um, hey, you know Patrick Mahomes is a gimmick. How dare you? Because Mahomes oh. wasn't even on the fucking script today. We're just talking about it. So you know we ad lib this show. There's no show like it. Hit the like button. <laughs> Let's break down last night's game real quick. Um, and I want to get into this week's games because there's some games I want to ask your question about because the Giants are on fire, as we know, but the Seahawks are playing about as good as anyone. We agree both Coach of the Year candidates are going to play each other this week. Pete Carroll, Brian Dable. I can't wait to talk about that. The Giants just just sold Tony to the Chiefs. I don't know what they're doing because they haven't received any get back yet and they need receivers in a major way. Uh, so I'm, I'm curious to get your take on the Giants uh, trade and what they're going to do. But last night's game, I got to be honest, uh, I like the early approach. Four net, four net, four net. The Bucks go down and score. I'm thinking, okay, they figured it out. This is what so they what, Why do. don't they do it all night? I don't understand, dog, what the fuck they get into throwing fade balls for. Right. Bro, like understand. they they should have ran long. They should have ran Fournette until he pulled a hamstring. Like for real, I'm not. I'm not advocating the guy getting hurt. You you know how long it's going to take to pull Fournette's fucking hamstring? Like, come on, dog. That kid's not going to get hurt. He's a truck. Like, you so keep- you could give him the ball forty times, and he could have. Fournette could have ran for two hundred and fifty yards last night if they gave him the fucking ball. If that guy would have had 30 carries last night, he would have had a fucking historical night on Thursday night football. And Tom Brady would have had all this pressure off of him and they would have won. That's I have my- no idea why Leftwich and Bowles are sitting around fucking like saying that, yeah, we've got good receivers. They're all old as shit, but we got them. And they're making tons of mental mistakes too, bro. Godwin, fucking Julio Jones looks like a shell of himself, unfortunately. And Mike Evans, they're making mental mistakes. They're dropping balls. They're not playing well. They're not helping Tom out any. So, I mean, if if Evans catches the ball last week at Carolina, Tom goes for like 430 in that game. And if he catches the two touchdowns last night, he throws two more touchdowns. So, your, your skill players have to help you, but your coaches have to help you too, bro. And I, I just don't understand this fucking throw the ball every single rep all game, every game shit. Just turn around. That's what the NFL Hand the is. fucking ball off sometimes. That's what the NFL is. God Let me ask you it. this. Let me ask you this, Matt. This is my point. Me and you know better than anything. Um, l- let me ask you something, dog. Because Bowles, a defensive-minded guy, was at the Jets as a head coach, had no success, bad. Now he's Terrible. in He's in the Bucks. Defensive-minded guy. Shows no emotion on the sideline. When you're a defensive-minded coach, what do you usually want to do? Every defensive coach I know that's become a head coach wants to run the football and, and play, play defense, defense 
Why are we throwing the ball as a defensive coordinator so much? Why aren't we controlling Leftwich and saying, he's not really in charge. Run the ball. We need to run the ball because our defense is pretty good. But if, if we're three and out every single fucking series, our defense is on the field for the fucking whole game. So well, I you, you know damn well that Todd Bowles doesn't run the offense. He just says, Leftwich and Brady, do whatever the fuck you want. No, I get it. But as a head coach, though, you should have the mentality of we're going to run the football and play defense as a defensive-minded head damn coach. damn right. And that, that's what they should do to win as well, and I don't understand it. So it's, so it's, uh, it's, it's going to be through the season. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be, well, that's a good fucking question. It, it depends completely on whether or not they think Leftwich can control the team better. So if Bowles goes, Leftwich is next. I'm surprised Leftwich didn't get the job, honestly, um, to start. So, that, you know, it, it's – that situation, it might not be the best thing to fire your head coach in the middle of the season. Uh, other situations, it might actually be the thing to do, and I, I really think it is, especially in Denver. Uh, but I don't think I don't think firing Todd Bowles is going to solve anything in in uh, Tampa. I think getting Giselle to stop being an asshole will, though. I don't think Bowles is going to control that. Bowles it looks like a fucking corpse on the sideline he just sits yeah, he, he looks stressed too uh, yeah they all look stressed like did bruce arians just drop a shit turd on him and say fuck you here's a bruce bunch arians of dirt just... you don't know about i got a bunch of dirt you don't know about here <laughs> bruce arians just saw another fucking heart attack down the line and was like i'm out of here dude fuck this <laughs> dog i don't understand so so I don't know, man. It's fucking crazy to me. Um, Godwin had six catches. Evans had six catches. Leonard uh, Fournette had nine carries for 24 fucking yards. Julio Jones had two catches. Um, and then on the other side, Kenyon Drake had seven carries for 62. Gus Edwards had 11 for 65. Lamar ran at nine for 48. Um they ran the football more likely, but the winner of the game, the big guy that everyone fucking didn't know about was Isaiah Likely. He likely fucked my draft status last night because I didn't know the fuck he was. He had 77 yards, caught another touchdown. Um, I don't know, man. I, I just I want to move through these games with you because I think the Bucks are done. I'm just going to say dead or alive. You give me a dead or alive. Uh, we'll start with the Bucks. Are the Bucks dead or alive? They're they're alive, but only because of their division. They're dead if it comes to their if they make the playoffs, they're losing in the first round. Kind of agree. Um the Ravens. I know we're they're alive right now. Alive. Uh, they're alive. Uh we'll go with that. Uh let me ask you this. The Bengals, uh with the very with much the, alive. With the new uh drama that just came out last night. Did you I don't know if you heard about it, but Chase uh Chase is out six weeks. Yeah, they have Joe Burrow. He'll be, they'll be fine. They're alive. All right. Uh, Raiders. Alive. I think they're alive. I do. Um, uh, the Broncos. Dead as fuck. Dead like they're playing in a cowboy movie, dog. They are deader than dead. All right. Chargers. Dead. Damn. That's fucking I know they're four and three. I think they're injury prone as fuck. Their coach is a total fucking. He's terrible, bro. He's worse than Hackett. I just had the man on here, and he just raved about him. Man, come on. He's terrible. 
his, his, his fucking his Balkan his uh his time management is like yeah, the most comical shit I've ever seen in my life. Analytical world, and we're da 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 da. Like you, you can he, look. Round three can sit here and pump up the. We're, we know we can get it. Talk all you want, but dog, the reason you didn't make the playoffs last year is because Dickhead went for fucking like seven different fourth downs and didn't get any of them. So, kick a field goal, maybe. You're <laughs> a real show. Uh, I. I tried to be nice with because he was such a good young man, man. I had to be nice. I was like, dude, we're an analytical business now. You know, uh, I don't want to call your guy a fucking idiot, but can we be more smart and kick field goals? Um, but he'll he'll be agreeing with you at the end of the year when he's when they don't make the playoffs, and he'll say, yeah, now they should fire him. Right now, he's just being loyal. It's okay. Yeah, he has to be. Um, Got to be loyal. You got to play the game. The Saints and the Raiders play this week. So the Raiders, I already asked you, dead or alive. You said alive. The Saints are two and five. The Raiders dead. are two and four. The Saints, dead or alive? Dead. And if they win and beat the Raiders, are you going to say They're the Raiders? Not the, Raiders next week? Dog. They, the Saints can't stop the run. They have no quarterback play. The Raiders are just going to turn around and hand it off to Jacobs, and he's going to go fucking off. I hope they figured out that's the winning success. Damn straight. If they, they continue to give the ball to Josh Jacobs, they will be in the playoffs most likely. He might lead the league in rushing if they keep that, mo- that motherfucker is a monster dog. Uh the Patriots, three and four. They're trying to stay afloat. They gotta go to the Jets. Um dead as a doorknob. Jets. And we're gonna put the fucking nail in the coffin this weekend. The J-E-T-S Jets 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 are coming fucking Broadway Street to Jersey. And we're gonna stick it right. In their cornhole, send them back to back to Boston. Whoa, get the fuck out of here! So the Jets are gonna whip that ass this weekend. They can't block the fucking front. Quentin Williams is a dog. Sauce Gardner gets away with holding on every play. They don't even call him. I'm with it. Um, yeah, and the Patriots don't have a quarterback. Mac Jones ain't shit. And Zappy time. Bring that Zappy time bullshit. We've got a Milf Hunter and fucking Super Joe Flacco, dog. The Jets are on one, homie. They're about to be six and two. Mac Jones is going to be the guy the rest of the year. The Titans are four and one. Titans are four and one. The the Titans are four and one since opening the season with a close loss to the Giants. Uh, They sit at four and two on the year. Are they are they alive and and well? Very much so. Yes. And they, I think they figured it out. And I think Derrick Henry is about to have a huge season. All right, now the the game of a uh, very very intriguing game. The Giants six and one travel across the globe. As you know, that's a tough game. You travel across America to the Northwest Seattle uh, in front of the Twelves. Uh, it's going to probably be a loud environment uh, against a hot Seahawk team that is playing. Some of us don't can't believe it. Geno Smith's on fire. Uh, they did lose their big receiver though. I don't know how that looks. Do you think the Giants can – they are dogs, by the way. Seattle is the favorite. Who do you like? I think both teams are alive uh, and will probably be, you know, in contention for the playoffs, if not make it. Uh, but I, I'll take Seattle on the on at home against the Giants. The Giants are going to have a hard time going across the country. They always have uh, – they'll probably jump off sides ten times knowing the way that that place gets down. So – and it's not, you know, it's not as long as they go play hard and they don't get blown out. That's not a terrible loss, especially when they're sitting at six and one. The Giants are pretty nice. Yeah, they are. Uh, I don't, I don't expect them to be a, a sixteen and one football team. So <laughs> I don't either. But goddamn, yeah. 
fucking surprising, folks. If they win, if they win, though, dog, I'm gonna be honest, bro. If they're if they're seven and one and they're coming back from Seattle, like you got to look at the team, and be like, what the what the fuck is going on here? How is this happening? <laughs> you gotta start saying, hey, I might want to bet some money on these motherfuckers. God damn! Yeah, well, uh, right when I put money on them, they'll lose. I know. Uh, I know how Colts, this works. The Colts three three and one. Uh, they bench Matt Ryan. Uh, they can't afford to have any fucking slip-ups. They've lost They're twice dead, to the rival Titans. Uh, they got the Commanders. Um, They're dead. The Commanders are dead. The Colts are dead. Season's a wash, bro. And it's uh, the, the Commanders, of course, I think they're dead. Fuck that team. But the, the Colts, I mean, I thought the Colts were going to be lights out. And you, you can't just tell me the benching Matt Ryan, saying he's got a shoulder problem, and then – starting Sam Ellinger when you're 500, I, if you're going to give up on the season, then I guess I'm going to give up on the season too. I, that's how I heard players are looking at it too. Well, uh, fuck yeah, bro. Look, I'm hey, you know what we're going to do today? Um, we're just going to quit and just go get some dude off the street and he's going to come in for the rest of the football season and do the show. Everybody keep watching though. We'll be back next year. It's going to stay the same. And we're trying to compete and win. Cool. See ya. Yeah. I mean, that is a mindset. Click, 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 click. <laughs> that is a good analogy. I mean. I mean, what the fuck? Sam Ellinger's never taken a snap at quarterback in his life in the NFL. They're benching Matt Ryan for this kid? Like, there's, we don't have a, Nick Foles isn't going in? Fucking Nick Foles is on the roster. Why isn't Nick Foles going in? Why is fucking Ellinger going in? Nick Foles doesn't even give a fuck either. That that guy like won a Super Bowl and was like backup money. Ha <laughs> ha, motherfucker. <laughs> no shit. No shit. I'll take twenty million a year to sit here and do nothing. Uh the 49ers, intriguing team. Uh they alive. get McCaffrey. Uh you think they're alive, right? And scary, bro. Like if they they figure this shit out, they're gonna be really good. If Garopp, yeah. I want Garoppolo to go start dating porn stars again, bro. We shouldn't be giving that man shit for it. We should be encouraging it at this point. We get some swag in that fucking building and get a quarterback that can play. That's Look, this is really my thing is I don't think Lance is the guy and I don't think Garoppolo is the guy anymore either. So they they have to find a quarterback in San Francisco. I wouldn't be surprised if Aaron Rodgers ends up in San Francisco after this season. Yeah, Chase, Chase Sr., who covers them, on he's on the show every Wednesday. He said the same thing. Um I, I, I've been saying he's going to come home. I think he's a Raider or a Niner, one of the two next year. Um, and then if he goes to the Raiders, I wouldn't be surprised if Carr goes to San Francisco. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I think Shanahan knows Carr's a fucking shit bust. But anyway, better than Garoppolo. Uh, uh, the Packers Bills. Packers Bills. Are we going to do the same thing as we did last night on this breakdown? We picked, we both picked the Bucks because we said Brady has to fucking win. Um, no, I'm not taking the Packers. Packers have to win, too. The Packers are going to get boat raced in Buffalo, bro. They're going to get boat raced, and they're going to go home three and five. And they're, the Green Bay's not out of it by any means. They can win two games quick. Um, but they're not beating Buffalo in Orchard. It's just not happening. And, you know, there's going to be guys jumping through flaming tables, and that place is going to be fucking rocking. And Buffalo is... Buffalo's real, dog. And, like, I, I can't sit – I don't have any love for the Bills. I'm a Jet alum, so there's no there's no fucking love loss here. But 
if anybody but the Jets are going to win the Super Bowl, like, I'm sorry, but I watched this fan base suffer my entire childhood, and they haven't done shit since. And they've been suffering for the last three years. They should have won last year. They should have won the year before that. So it, it, it may be payoff time for Buffalo, but it might also not be. And fuck their story. So, you know, it, it, it's how you look at it. But Green Bay's not going to Buffalo winning that game, although they're both still alive. But Green Bay's on life support. Hey, let's ride. I want to show you something. Let's fucking ride. <laughs> let's ride. Sit the fuck down. Hey, sit down, fucker. Sit down, asshole. We're trying to take sit off. Sit the fuck down. Sit the fuck ride. down. Ah, shit. Like, sit dog. I, I, wish I, was, I wish he was on my airplane. I would choke fuck him. He's so just corny, dog. Like, it's just, it's wearing me the fuck out. Like, okay, good. You're doing high knees on the plane. Congratulations. It doesn't mean the rest of the guys are fucking turds. It means we're sleeping like 99.9% of the rest of the goddamn like, are world. You, are you doing legit high knees? Or are dog, you getting... You no, know he was. Are you getting that, ice cream to hammer? Is your knee getting up to your chin? Are I you doing it right like that? Or, or he is doesn't he do anything halfway. It was perfect for him. You know it was. Like, this motherfucker was legitimately, that motherfucker was legitimately getting the knee that hammer. Knee that I, I, I want to make it known. I'm not, just, that bit. I'm not just hating on Russell Wilson to hate. Yeah, you are, dog. You're a hater. No, I'm not. He does this to himself. You're a hater. Dog, bullshit. You're I'm a hater. If I'm a hater, you're a hater. Oh, okay, whatever. Then I'll be a hater. But I'm not just doing it to hate. I didn't fucking tell this idiot to do high knees and tell the whole world that he was doing it. I didn't tell this fucking guy to put out the Danger Witch commercial. I didn't tell this fucking guy to put out the Mr. Unlimited commercial. I didn't tell this guy to do all this dumb bullshit. He did it. He's the dummy that thought all this was a good idea. Like this either. I didn't tell Lamar Jackson to throw it like that either. I'm not. Well, I'm just. I'm just saying. Like fucking Russell. Lamar's getting criticized for play. Russell's getting criticized for being Russell. And he's just, he's wearing me the fuck out, dog. And I'm in Denver. It is, like, it is nauseous. I got to go talk about it in an hour from now on 92.5. And it is just, bro, it is relentless. People are killing it. People are doing high knees in the grocery store in this motherfucking place. People are, like, taking videos. People doing high knees and chilies and shit. High knees in the DMV line. Fucking high knees. <laughs> high knees in a high school football game. Fucking radio hosts are, like, doing push-ups in between segments and shit. <laughs> People are just roasting the fuck out of him, and he set himself up for this shit. Hey, I'm betting. Let's bet. I'm taking the Packers. I'll give a book sign to one of your fans. Announce it today on your social media. If I win, uh, we're going to give away one of your hoodies to one of our fans in the chat. Ooh, I can do that. All right. Uh <coughs> Make sure one of you guys put in hashtag in the chat, hashtag Packers, hashtag Bills. The winner, if you, if if I win, you get a hoodie. Uh, you want to you want to double or nothing to see note? Yeah. All right. Uh, well, fuck it. Well, you want, the the Nuggets. You yeah, just saying. Uh, nah. Come on, double or nothing to see note right now, in Buffalo Green Bay. That's a great bet. Come on. 
Yeah, but I, really, I want to give back to the fans so they keep coming back to see you. Talk. No, they, they can get books and hoodies and shit. I'm saying you and me. Yeah, we can do that. Okay, cool. I got I got to get a win here, homie. I got to get a win. I hope so, because I'm just going to keep adding up. <laughs> hey, so here's the bet, to be clear. If I win, the Packers win, okay, you guys will get a book signed and uh, uh, a hoodie. If the Bills win... Uh, I'm fucked two hundred dollars out, by the way. But uh, <laughs> you will get a you will get a six zero academy or a savage hoodie. All right. How did I rope you into this bet? Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna win, Goryan. Don't give me Let's no. Let's go. Let's go, Josh Allen. Goryan, don't give me no fucking negative energy. I'm gonna win this bitch. No, you're not. It's off. You gotta fucking win. Hey, by the way. Two NorCal California JUCO quarterbacks going at it. Ah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Two guys that didn't get recruited out of high school. Speaking of which, fuck, I had three guys get offered last night by CU, bro. So that was pretty fucking cool. Really? Yeah, that the the Cole crew kid, the quarterback from Broomfield that I sent you all that film on. They pulled the trigger on him. He got an offer. Uh Jake Stonebreaker, a big linebacker down here in Southern Colorado, Douglas County, badass, plays his only junior. He got an offer. And then uh, big Lincoln Fowl Pulley, uh, wears number 60, plays a Fountain Fort Carson, big Samoan kid, fucking eater, bro. You'd love this kid. Long hair down to his ass, ass kicker, um, 6'6", about 300 pounds, just like he, he, he looked like, you know, he's out there to do business, and they offered him as well, so... The first round offers by Coach Sanford is pretty good, and I know he's got more on deck. So I'm liking what this guy's doing in Boulder, bro. I know that as an alum, I talk about it a lot, but just wait. When they're good, dog, one day when they're good, I'm going to be talking so much fucking shit. Woo! I'm going to be the problem. Hey, maybe maybe they're going to be the powerhouse in the Pac-12 because the Pac-12 is going to be the big eight soon. Uh, Well, so I think personally, since you brought it up, how do you think that's going to shape? I don't know, dude. Like, look, SC and USCLA are gone, right? So they're going to the Big Ten. And I hey, think my personal think, opinion, do you think Washington think and Oregon are going to go with them? Yes, I don't think that's it. I think people are going. So uh, Washington and Oregon go with them. Oregon State and Washington State end up in the Mountain West. Unfortunately, I think BYU sorry. Prematurely nutted on themselves. I think BYU prematurely nutted on themselves. I, be, I bet you right now, if they can renege, they would go to the Pac 12 over. Well, I don't think the Pac-12 is going to be around anymore. And then if Washington State and Oregon State go to the Mountain West or they get the invite to the the Big 12, I think Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, and Utah are all going to go to the Big 12. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. Um, And then when Oklahoma, Texas leave, and then you put those four in, and then it's going to get really interesting because the Pac-12 goes away at that point. Um. Let me. You gotta get out of here in a couple minutes. Let me. Let me get this out here real quick. You're right now. Matt McChesney is the sole voter. You whatever you say goes. NFL, oh God, that's, you don't right. want to give me this kind of power, dog. I know, but uh, it's gonna be Game of Thrones shit. You put me in the Iron Throne, homie, and you better bend the knee, or I'm cutting your motherfucking head off real quick. Uh, I would be. I would be Matt the Cruel. <laughs> all right, here's Matt the Cruel. <laughs> NFL Coach of the Year right now. Uh, Pete Carroll. Over Dable. Yeah. 
MVP, NFL MVP right now. Saquon Barkley. I don't care about the numbers. I care about the the what he's doing to the team. Um, re- defensive player of the year right now. Oh, fuck. Right now? Michael Parsons. Really? Fuck, yeah. That kid is a monster, dude. And Dallas's defense is real. Um, rookie of the year. Oh, you're putting me on the fucking spot here. Rookie of the year. I would I would have said Hall from the Jets, but he just tore his ACL. Um, you know, I, I'm going to go with the Wooten kid, the, the DB at, in, in Seattle. I think he'll win defensive rookie of the year. I'm not sure on offense right now. I would have said Bryson Hall. But he tore his ACL with the, the Jets running back. He was killing it. Um, I don't know who's going to win offense after him. Somebody's going to have to take the mantle. But I, the Wooten kid in, in Seattle, I think that's his name. He went to Texas A&M, Kingsville. Yeah, Watton, whatever his name is, the big corner. Yeah, He's the, the defensive rookie of the year. He's nice. I think Walker, I think Walker the running back for Seattle, now is probably going to win the rookie of the year. He's since. a good player too, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Is Sauce Gardner have a shot, though? Sauce Gardner could easily win DB or defensive rookie of the year as well. I forgot about him. I don't know how I did that, but thank you for reminding. Um, yeah, there's going to be a few different ones. I, I, I do agree. Michael Parsons started off as a, you know, like a banshee uh, as defensive player of the year. I don't know if, if anyone's caught him. I, I would give some consideration to Chris Jones for what he's doing with in Kansas. He's City. balling, bro. He's killing uh, it. Right. Oh, yeah, you don't want to talk about him. He's light and day, night and day, better than what Aaron Donald looks like right now. And it seems like the Rams haven't played in about seven months. I haven't. It feels like we haven't watched the Rams play in a long time. They have to play this week. Uh, speaking of LA, before you get out of here, uh, the Rams defending Super Bowl champs. I don't know if, if everyone's written them off or not yet. Uh, their roster. Uh, when I had Michael Lombardi on, uh, who's yeah, who? Who? Their roster seems front-loaded, but no depth. Do you agree? None. Their roster sucks, bro. They've got – look, they have elite players at positions, but after you get done with Donald, Stafford, and Cup, like, the offensive line's gone. Whitworth's gone. The rest of the defensive stars are gone. Jalen Ramsey's a shell of himself right now. I mean, I he, he's out here yelling, I'm, I'm him, well – Fuck man, where's where's where are you? Like, if you're him, where are you? So bring him back. They look, they have talent, but they they're in the Super Bowl hangover. So they did just get a ring and gave up a ton to get it, and it, they could have a down year and get away with it. So they will. <laughs> hey, two minute drill. You got two minutes. You out of here. Uh, let's just go through these wins. Let's go some college real quick. Um, here we go. Tennessee host number number three hit Tennessee number nineteen Kentucky. Who you got? Uh, look, if Tennessee is going to roll out those fucking uniforms on Halloween, the black and oranges on Halloween, you got to win. So I'm going to take Tennessee at home, although I think it's going to be a really close game. Kentucky's good. Uh, but if Tennessee is going to rock those blacks, those are fucking incredibly hard. You got to win that game. So I'm going to go with Tennessee. All right. Ohio State, Penn State. Ohio State. Penn State. Penn State will play them hard for a quarter. Ohio State will blow the doors off of them eventually. Syracuse Notre Dame upset special. Are uh, they're in South Bend? No, they're in New York. They're in if they're in if they're playing in the Carrier Dome, I'm taking Syracuse. Florida, Georgia, the biggest cocktail party in the world. Georgia. 
Uh, Oregon, Cal. Oregon. Oklahoma State, K-State. Stillwater or Manhattan? Manhattan, Kansas. 59-degree day. Kansas State. Woo. Wake Forest, Louisville. 6-1 and one, Wake Forest. Number 10 in the country. Wake. Illinois, Brett Billima's name's been thrown around as the next head coach of Nebraska through a few mm-hmm. of my sources. Yeah. They- Play Nebraska. They play Nebraska. Illinois six and one. Billima may be coach of the year right now. No in, one in knows what he's done in Illinois. Uh, well, I, so I think I think that this game is is really interesting because I think that both of the the head coach at Illinois will be the head coach at Nebraska, and I think that the head coach or the defensive coordinator at Illinois will be the next head coach. Could be the next head coach in Boulder, and they could end up playing each other next year in Ryan Walters. So. I'm going to take Illinois to beat Nebraska because I know damn well the defensive coordinator is going to have a plan for them. He does not like losing to those boys. So I'm going to take Illinois. All right. Uh, you're taking Tennessee in the, in the, in the Halloween unis. Uh, SC 6-1 and one, Arizona, an improved Arizona, but 3-4 and four Arizona. Any worries? Arizona will play them hard. These two schools hate each other, but uh, SC. Any worry at Michigan State, Michigan, uh, Michigan 23 points? Yeah, if, they, if Michigan takes Michigan State light, they'll lose to them again. So this is a rivalry game. The fucking records don't mean shit. I think Michigan will win, but if Michigan doesn't come prepared, they will lose this game, period. Michigan State has stunned. Michigan State's beat Michigan so many times when they're not supposed to beat them. This is exactly where Michigan State is right where they want to be uh, in this situation as the underdog. So. But Michigan wins. Very, uh, very interesting slate right here because, as we know, Jimbo Fisher's on the hot seat. Uh, or, I'd or, say. Uh, they got Ole Miss. A&M. Ooh. Lane Back Kiff- against the wall, baby. Back State. against the wall. All right. North Carolina, 6-1. and one. Pittsburgh comes in, 4-3. and three. <clears throat> At Chapel Hill. <clears throat> I, I love the quarterback at UNC, Drake May. I think he's a stud. Uh, I'm going to go with North Carolina. I think North Carolina could end up being a one a one loss conference champion out of the ACC. That everyone's like, holy shit! Like th- these guys are contending for the fourth seed in the fucking playoff at the end of the year. Uh, UCLA Stanford. Any worry? I think U- UCLA is too fast, but don't sleep on Stanford, bro. Stanford just has the ability to beat people. Some last year they beat Oregon. They've already upset Notre Dame this year. Like they're they they can beat anybody. It's just a matter of will they. But I'll take UCLA. I don't think Bama plays this week, huh? Well, if they do, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Uh, what about Arkansas Auburn? Before you get out of here, Pig Suey. Suey, hey, uh, I appreciate yeah. it as always, man. Enjoy the weekend, number two. See you Monday, brother. A lot to talk about. Second week in a row. I'll talk to you next week. Peace. Peace. Sit the fuck down. That's right. That's right. That shit is comical. Um, Man, I got the last hour of solo dolo. So far, it's been a great one. I appreciate everybody hitting the like button, subscribe, become a member. Uh, we're going to get after it uh, after this commercial break. I'm going to go get me a coffee and take a piss. I'll be right back for the last hour of the show. We'll get into all NFL Sunday games, and I'll give you the picks of the week and the can't-miss hit of the week.
plus a little more real talk banter. See you in a minute. We'll see. But anyway, do you take Lamar over Derek Carr right now? That's a tough call. Um, like, no. like, I don't know if I do because I don't know if he's going to get the ball to Devontae Adams and, and, and Hunter Renfro any more than Derek Carr's getting it to him. I like the his like you said his freaking nature aspect about him, but I think uh, between those two, I think I would keep Carr, just based okay. on what the offense is and based on you know things like you see yesterday. I think the thing that I do like about Lamar is the the depth that he has when he throws the football. But like you said, there's some accuracy concerns. I think what Derek Carr has been working on, especially since talking with Kurt Warner last year about it was getting the ball into tighter windows. Um, that's taking those chances, uh, getting them up in between those spaces that are hard to make throws, that you got to be able to throw a 50-50 ball, those kinds of things. And I think if you have to push one of the two of them to to make those throws, I'd put uh, Derek Carr to be able to do it more so than Lamar. Although Lamar, I mean, there's so much to like about Lamar Jackson. I think you know, development-wise, he had somebody maybe like a guru that could work with him. Like, I mean, no disrespect to John Harbaugh and what he does, but I think like you look at um, Josh McDaniels and the offensive mind that he has and the Super Bowls that he's won and that kind of uh, work that he put in with Tom Brady over the years that he was with him. You know, I think that if he was working with Lamar Jackson. He definitely um, helped level him up, so to speak. <laughs> I, I think, though, there's I think there's so much that Lamar is capable of. Oh man, I I just don't know right now with the, what I see out of the Raiders and their offensive plan that you would bring in Lamar. But I, I love Lamar Jackson. I think he's a great quarterback. I think he's going to have a ton of success with the Ravens, and I think they have a great thing working with them. But if you want to bring him into the the Raiders, where you have Solid running backs. I think that's part of why they have so many design runs is they just haven't had that running back in Baltimore that's been able to do it for them lately. Um, and so you have to kind of get Lamar to use his legs a lot more. But yeah, I mean, oh, I, 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 would love, I would love to see it. it you right, know, no, it, let you me ask this. About, yeah. Let me ask this. Jalen Hurts. He's young. Yes. He has changed. <laughs> I think Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I, I think his mechanics has changed for the better. He's having a great bounce back year. I wasn't a fan. This year has kind of made me look at him a little more. I still think yeah. he's inconsistent, but I think the Eagles go as far as he goes. Would you take a young Jalen Hurts right now with this Raiders outside resources at wideout? Yes, I would. I, I just I like what I've seen out of Jalen Hurts. I think you could make him uh work with whatever you put out there scheme wise i think he's got right now you know when you look at um his wide receivers he's had smith who hasn't really been the model of consistency but i would love to see what he would look like with somebody like Devontae adams and what that connection would look like you saw what he did with dallas goddard yesterday and how he was able to get the ball to him and his tight end imagine that with darren waller I, I like that. And you have a Miles Sanders type of running back. So, you know, that if you think of the pieces like the Raiders, like, hey, Josh Jacobs instead of Miles Sanders, Darren Waller instead of Dallas Goddard, and then you have, you know, Devonta Smith and uh, Devontae Adams. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Jalen Hurts and this offense would be a Super Bowl winner. Now, let me ask you this. Um, it's interesting. He's also young, right? So you have that, you have that longevity. You can give him a longer, you know, contract. Cars towards... He's still not old by any means, but he's at the back end of his deals. Yeah, uh, nine years. To other guys. 
So look, AFC West, and I'll, and I'll get you out of here. I appreciate you so much. AFC West is, is we know, all four quarterbacks on paper are, are, are big bag winning guys, right? They all got this big bag. They've all got this payday. Um, in the AFC West right now, you're starting at the Raiders. You cover the Raiders. You're starting up the Raiders. What quarterback out of these four do you take? Okay. Go ahead. Pick one. You got oh. the Raiders. Yeah, you pick a quarterback out of those four. Oh, any four. Any four in the NFL. I'm sorry. I thought you were going to list some. No, any four out of the AFC West. Out of the AFC West? Who would I take? I would take Mahomes. <laughs> or, oh, man, but there's Herbert, too. It's like, ah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Um, Brady divorced. Uh, they signed the papers, apparently. Who knows? I don't know. My main man, Pat Perez, tees it off here shortly at 1 o'clock. Um, Eastern, as the live big bag event unfolds today in Miami. Um, Going to be interesting to see that. Hope my boy gets it done. Uh, talked to him last night. Live golf, big time. Um, let's wrap this hour up, man, on this fearless Friday. Um, I want to get into a few things. Uh, undefeated Tennessee's caught in a prime look ahead uh, before they travel to Georgia. Are they looking ahead past Kentucky? And Will Levis, uh, I believe, uh, hopefully he's back, and I just want to see his gritty self play. And uh, I think Kentucky can try to – shocked the world here today this weekend and uh they can play tennessee real real good i don't know if T kentucky has enough and if levis isn't uh um i don't know if i don't know if they can uh sustain the entourage or the barrage on the text on the tennessee offense i just don't know um So who knows? I'm curious. I think Kentucky can play them tough. Uh, it's going to be a blackout in Neyland. We'll see. Lane Kiffin's coming off a devastating loss to LSU. They got a and I'm curious to see how they bounce back. Is my, is my theory correct? Does the team beat you twice? Does the team continue to beat people twice? That is what the trend has been. Um, that is what it's been for the last few months and i think that these young cats just cannot get through the 24-hour rule so they lose one game they lose the next week in some instances they lose three and four weeks look at florida state so can old miss get past the lsu loss and continue to make jimbo fisher's life miserable and keeping him on an even hotter seat I don't know. I think Ole Miss is going to have to bounce back and get that win. So we'll see. Um, um, we'll see. You know, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Georgia 7-0, biggest wins. South Carolina 48-7 and Oregon 49-7. Games they've struggled in is fucking Missouri. Uh, Kent State they struggled in. Um, can they win out 
and ultimately play Alabama. I don't know. I'm curious to see. I'm taking Georgia. Florida just doesn't – Florida just – I don't know if they bought into Will Napier shit or not. I just – I have a fucking – I don't understand how Florida, Florida State, and Miami aren't good football teams. I don't understand how you can't be good in Florida. Like, I'm. it's like USC and UCLA. They should always be good. Florida, Florida State, Miami should always be good. I do not grasp the concept. If KU can turn their season around in Lawrence, Kansas, and get players and approach the portal appropriately and not abuse it, how the fuck can Miami, Florida State, and Florida not do the same? That's my point. I want to know that question because for SC to be as mediocre as they've been in the last few years, UCLA to be as mediocre as they've been, the Florida schools, the Texas schools, Texas, A&M, Texas, like how are these schools not powerhouses perennially? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. Uh, I mean, there's just, you can't tell me that KU should be better than Texas. Can't tell me that KU should be better than Miami. Now, kudos to Coach Leopold, what he's done there. But I just don't understand it. I don't get it. Uh, To me, I think UNLV should be a better football team. I think San Diego State should be a perennial powerhouse in that division. I just, there's certain geographical areas where you should not lose in. Whether it's homegrown talent or even geographically generally located close proximity talent. You should not lose in Vegas, San Diego, Texas, A&M, Austin, Miami, Gainesville. Like, dog, no fucking way. L.A.? No. I, I just don't see it. But that's just me. Um, I don't know. Michigan blew out Penn State. They struggled versus Maryland. They have Michigan State rival game. Like Matt said, I think they have to really come in focused. Uh, if they don't focus on this one, um, they can have some problems. So we'll see. We'll see how that ends up unfolding. Um, TCU, they beat Oklahoma, Kansas, Oklahoma State, K-State. They beat all the big dogs in that league. They've struggled versus SMU. Um, it's going to be interesting to see them finish out the season. I'm curious to see how they unfold. I don't know. Um Let's get into this uh, post-snap read uh, segment of the show. Brought to you by CanadaDipsCBD.com. Um, welcome in. Go to CanadaDipsCBD.com. Use the promo code CoachJB. Let's get into it. Uh, Clemson had to bring in Cade Klubnik for DJ last week to get the victory over Syracuse, assuming they win out and go to the college football playoff. Do you think we see him again? I think DJ gets the starting nod. I don't know uh, if they've announced that or not, but I'm sure he will. Um, but if you do see him back in the game, what's going to happen there? Could be a very similar situation when Tua took over for Jalen Hurts and came back to beat Georgia in 2017. We'll see. I'm curious to know what you guys think on that. Um, I think the guy can be legit. Um, 
I think he can be real good, but I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Max Dugan, can he run the Big 12 and give TCU their first college football playoff appearance? They got shorted during the first ever college football playoff that featured three and one, three one-loss teams and one undefeated team, which was Florida State. The one-loss team selected were Alabama, Oregon, and Ohio State, who made it in over TCU and Baylor that year. Other than Oklahoma in the Big 12, has never had an appearance uh, other than Oklahoma in that conference. So can that change this year? Do you think TCU makes a playoff? Who does TCU beat out to get a playoff berth over a one-loss Alabama, over a one-loss Ohio State, or Michigan? Are they going to put an undefeated TCU in over one of those one-loss teams? And a one-loss Tennessee? A one-loss Clemson? Like, is TCU going to beat out a one-loss team? And if TCU loses, are they just automatically done? That is how ironic this, how biased this voting gets and how it is in this thing nowadays. So it's going to be very curious. I'm curious to see how that is. How big of a danger is Alabama to miss the playoff only for the second time? Um, it's only going to be the second time, but it's also the second time since 2019. So that's very interesting to say that if you haven't really looked into that. They've only missed the playoff twice in the, in the BCS playoff existence, and two of them have been between now and 2019. Do you see them slipping up again uh, to maybe – to an old miss or in the SEC championship game, or is Bryce Young too good to let that happen? I don't know. I haven't watched Alabama enough. I know the running back's legit. I know he can roll. Um, I'm very curious, man. Very, very curious to see if Alabama can win, win out. I don't know if they can or not. I don't know if they can or not. Curious to see if they can win out. Um, yeah, Seth, you might not be wrong. They, they, they are playing video games at all-time high. Um, we have a vi I have a picture I wanted to show. Steve, do you have that picture of uh, of uh, Mahomes? Let me see. Um, I got a picture of Mahomes speaking of video games I wanted to talk about. Um, because, like, Kansas City has a bye. And uh, let me see if I can find it. Uh, I don't know. Um, I'll find it here in a second. But Mahomes said he he tweeted to Kelsey and everybody. Um, this shit is fucking crazy. I got to figure this shit out, man. Oops. My bad. Um, let's see.
Um, he tweeted out a fucking tweet basically showing Kelsey, or talking to Kelsey and everybody else about let's go play the new fucking whatever the game is that Kyler Murray plays. I don't even know. Um, and it's unbelievable to me. Like, that is what you're going to do on your off game. Coach, they need to have fun. Shut the fuck up. No, they don't. They can have fun. But guess what? Let's fucking go watch some film. Or we're not going to win another Super Bowl. Let's go play video games. <laughs> that is where we are right now. Okay? That is where we are. Um. Gorian, you say what? I don't know what this world is. Shit, fucked up. That's what it is. I wish I would have played video games on my fucking bye week. See, that's the thing about it. Coaches don't realize. Or cats that don't play or don't coach or don't understand the, 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 the seriousness of this thing. You don't understand, dog. You have to win bye week. You have to beat the fuck out of bye week. If you don't beat bye week, um, then you're never going to get it done. You're never going to figure it out. You got to beat bye week. That just is what it is. Um, if you can't beat bye week, then you're fucked. And bye week is fucking critical, dog. It is critical. You got to beat bye week. And it's just unbelievable, man. Um, If you can't beat bye week, dog, you're not going to win a Super Bowl. I'm just going to keep it real. Just going to keep it real. New Call of Duty drops tonight, and it's bye week. And he hit up Juju, Kelsey, Hardman, and MVS. Come on, man. Let's go watch film of whoever the fuck we got to play next. That's the problem, dog. See, that's the thing, too. I don't... When have we given off cats the whole week during bye week in the NFL? You make a lot of fucking money. Um, you can make a lot of fucking money to be having bye weeks off. Like I'd be having them in there for at least three days a week, dog. You get the, you got the rest of the, take the take the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. I'll see you back Monday. But we're gonna work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We're going to work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. We're going to put in the game plan. We're going to get you the scout report. We're going to get you to fuck. We're going to lift a little bit. Like, I don't understand. Uh, this thing this thing's a different ball game. We're in a different generation, different world. It is what it is. I don't know. I, I Shit. I, I just got to, I got to just, I guess, change. I don't know. Fuck. Shit is crazy. Shit is crazy. Um. Yeah, that shit. Yeah, ESPN and Fox Sports and all that shit is becoming so, like, we're just fake. Right? We're so fucking fake. Um, here goes dog meow, cat meow, dog bark, Isaac Lord. Hey, I'm, I'm going to be doing those uh, little watch parties more often. I'm going to be doing them. I might do it this Sunday. Definitely I'll be doing it Monday. Um 
Next week, we got a lot of people uh, coming on the show. Uh, I got to figure out some afternoon starts. Tuesday, Thursdays, by the way, we are going to start uh, the Last Chance Q with Sean Salisbury. Tuesday and Thursday, we're going to launch a different membership for YouTube and on our Patreon. We'll send out, we'll post that this weekend. Me and Sean Salisbury are doing Last Chance Q. We're going to break down all things NFL film, NFL quarterbacks. We'll be doing our own show and uh, we'll do it twice a week. And we'll be launching it every Tuesday, Thursday, 4 p.m. Pacific. It'll go out live. So you can join that um, on Patreon. We'll have live clinic sessions uh, for any coaches out there that want to learn the game or want to just talk football. So we'll have this NFL film that me and Sean Salisbury are going to break down. So also head on over to CoachJBStore.com and get you some merch. Um Interesting weekend, man. Interesting weekend. Let's get into the NFL real quick. I want to break down and give you my picks of the week uh, before we get out of here today. Uh, we'll be getting out of here a little early today because I got to fucking run to a cigar meeting. Um, let's get to the NFL games of the week. All right. We got Broncos Jags in London tomorrow, 2, 6.30 a.m. If you're on the West Coast, I cannot stand these dumb fucking games. Can we stop with the bullshit? Who's waking up to see two, two and five teams play with a weirdo fucking quarterback at 630 in the morning? Come on, man. Tired of fucking dealing with it. Uh, Falcons, you got a, you got a chance, Falcons? Eh, shit. I don't know. Um, we'll see. Panthers, Falcons. Man, Panthers are trying to play well. They beat Bucks. We'll see. They got Atlanta. Atlanta just got drubbed uh, by the Bengals. So we'll see on that one. I'm going to take the Broncos to get the win in London. Jacksonville's favored, by the way, minus two and a half. Uh, I'm going to take the Broncos. Russell Wilson's got to figure it out. Fuck, he's weird. Uh, I'm going to take the Broncos. Panthers, Falcons, man. I'm going to take the Falcons to bounce back. Arthur Smith gets Mariota going. Falcons uh, favored by four. I'm going to take the Falcons in that one. Bears-Cowboys. Uh, I think the Cowboys uh, make Justin Fields look shitty again. Uh, Dallas favored by nine and a half. Um, I'm just going to take the Dallas Cowboys to win that game. Um, that is an early morning game in Dallas, so in Arlington. Dolphins four and three travel to Detroit one and five. Two is still healthy. They're undefeated. Uh, I got to rock with the Dolphins winning that one. MDC could be fired uh, as early as uh, the midway point of the season. Cardinals, Vikings. Kyler Murray's going to go up to the 5-1 and one Minnesota Vikings, play against a offense that's going to score points. I don't think Kyler can keep up, even with Hopkins' return. I'm going with the Vikings to win that game. Minus three and a half. Raiders Saints. I agree with Matt. The Saints can't stop a cold. They are fucking bad. Uh, they can't have no run defense. They have no corners. They have no quarterback. They have no fucking receivers. The Saints are as hurt as any team in football. I'm taking the Raiders to run the football down their throats. Uh, Patriots Jets, man. Listen, New York Jets minus two and a half. Or, I mean, the New England's minus two and a half. Uh, headed to East Rutherford to play in New Jersey. Uh, the Jets are five and two. They're the team. They are one and two in their division, though. 
I'm going to rock with the Patriots and Belichick because I think Belichick just owns the Jets franchise like Aaron Rodgers owns the Chicago Bears. I'm rolling with the Patriots. Steelers, Eagles. Uh, I got to keep rolling with Philly, man. They're 11, they're min- they got a minus. They're, they're favored by 11 uh, after a bye week. Uh, I, I do like Tomlin, and I, I, I love Tomlin's grit. I think the Steelers play hard for him. I think the Eagles will be too much, and the Eagles will get that one, the Battle of Pennsylvania. Uh, Texans, Titans. Um, Tennessee only favored by two and a half. I'm going to rock with the Titans on this one. Uh, I got to roll with the Titans. They're on a roll. They're getting things going. Derrick Henry downhill all day. I'm taking the Titans. Commanders, Colts. Uh, Two bad football teams. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if this is a resurgent type of team when you bench the quarterback and you get like a like a Washington did last week with when they went when when Wentz went down and Heineke came in, beat the Packers. Everyone's energized. They like the vibe. I don't know if that's the same vibe here. I'm rolling with the Washington Commanders and Heineke to get it done. Beat the Colts. That's where I'm headed with that. Um, 49ers Rams. I got to roll with the Rams after a bye. That's going to be a very interesting game because it's here in Inglewood, SoFi Stadium, LA. Uh, the, the Rams already lost to them. They're like fucking 0 and 7 in the last seven of contests in the regular season. Uh, the Rams did beat them, obviously, to win the Super Bowl, to go to the Super Bowl last year. Uh, the Niners just got beat by Kansas City. They're going to be hungry. Uh, they'll probably run the ball more with McCaffrey. The Rams have to win the football game. They're three and three. I think the Rams got to get it done. They're going to win it and finally get McVay over the hump during the regular season to beat Shanahan. Giants, Seahawks, man, this is a tough one for me. Uh, I like Pete Carroll. I like Brian Dable. I like Daniel Jones. I like the Giants, where they're headed. I like the Seahawks and Geno Smith. Um, But you know what, man? I think Dable has a team that is bought in and is different, and I'm going to rock with the Giants to travel across the country to get it done. I'm going to rock with them. Uh, Seahawks can sometimes be inconsistent. The Giants are being as consistent as anybody. Seattle is three-point favorite. I'm going to take the Giants to win that one. Packers-Bills, like you said, that's my upset pick of the week. I'm taking the Packers. Buffalo's favored by 11. Uh, Obviously, me and Matt have a win straight out, so I'm definitely taking the Packers to cover the 11 uh, on my bets, but I'm picking that as my upset pick of the week. I'm taking the Packers to win the game outright. And then Monday night football, man, I'll, we'll break that down on Monday's show. Uh, we'll get that. We'll get after that on Monday's show. Bengals Browns battle of the North since he's favored by three. We're going to get into that. We'll see what happens uh, with, with, with the resurgence of, of, of Taj Boyd and without having uh chase Jamar chase being out. How bad is that going to fare for the Bengals and and uh, Joe Burrow? I don't know. We're going to see. Curious uh, to see that one. Um, Utah beat Washington State last night in a pretty good game in the Pac-12. And then NC State got by Virginia Tech. This Penn State-Ohio State game is interesting, transferring over to college. I'm going to take Ohio State to win. Uh, I don't know if they cover 15. It's in the afternoon. I would say the afternoon tra- uh, favors the home team. Um, Penn State's at a noon kickoff. Uh, I like Penn State to cover the 15, but they may just – I just can't – I hope you're not just going to lay down like you did against Michigan in another big contest. I hope they show up, and I hope it's a good game at least. 
Uh, number two, number 13, Penn State. I'm taking Ohio State, obviously, but Penn State, I hope, plays them well. Uh, the, the, the upset game you have to be aware of is West Virginia TCU. It is in Morgantown. Uh, West Virginia can score points. TCU has a pretty good D and can score points as well. West Virginia is three and four on the season. TCU is only favored by seven and a half. I like, uh, I like West Virginia keeping this game close. I'm taking TCU, but, uh, that is a game that you got to watch out for. I think Georgia boat races, Florida. I think Oregon boat races Cal, and I think K-State gets it done and beats Oklahoma State. K-State's favored one and a half. That's a tough line. I'm taking K-State to win that game by a field goal. And uh, Kentucky, Tennessee, man, I'm going to take that as my upset pick of the week in college football. I'm taking Kentucky to beat Tennessee outright. That is my picks. Uh, Michigan better smoke Michigan State, and Ole Miss better beat a and uh, I want to see that one too. So that's my picks of the week, man. Um, UCLA, I think, is going to beat Stanford, or if they don't, fuck, you just shit on your whole season and your bowl games. I ain't going to be legit no more. So that's my pick. Uh, nah, Tennessee's not beating Kentucky like that, dog. It's a, it's a, it's a rival game. So uh, I don't see that. I don't see that happening. No. Um, Better pop Sparty, Brian Case. You better drink some slapdick whiskey. Why are you doing it, homie? Uh, smoke you a slapdick stick. Um, man, I'll be launching a, the cigars. Will be on my website, uh, hopefully over this weekend, and then you can purchase them on the white on the website. It'll take you to a link. Uh, we'll get that up and running. Hopefully, no later than Monday. Uh, head on over to CoachJBStore.com. Get you some merch. Um, we got it all: short, fast, skinny, and tall. And like I said, man, stay tuned this weekend. Uh, I'll be doing dropping some fire videos. I'll be smoking something like I usually do on the weekend. And we'll be breaking down some football. And I might do another launch party, watch party, live on YouTube. Uh, Tom Brady announces divorce. And uh, after 13 years of marriage, they just that's just official. Hit the ESPN wire. So we know right there that's happened. We've already said it two hours ago on this show. So it is what it is. Um. He probably said, fuck you. I'm going to win this Super Bowl now. you pissing me off, Giselle. You want to give me an ultimatum? Fuck you. I'm going to fucking file. I'll sign it. Get the fuck out. I'm going to get my shit back. Put you away on the side. Let me go fucking worry about this team, this game. Win me another Super Bowl. And then retire with a big fuck you, Giselle. Go walk the runway, you skinny little fuck. That's what I'd be saying. But that's just me, Lucy. That's just me. You know, it is what it is. Tom, Br Tom Brady's going to play until he's fucking 60 years old now. <laughs> Man, it's, hey, it is what it is. I think that's going to happen, though. I think that's where Tom's at. I'm glad. Kudos to Tom for standing up, dropping his nuts. And, I, I, you know, Matt gave us two perspectives. Fight for your wife. Fight for your family. I get it. I'm cool with it. But I can't do an ultimatum. Not a man. If you're a man, you can't do an ultimatum. It has to be a two-way street. It's got to be a give and take. I and I'm not I'm not short-sighted this thing with and thinking it's all Giselle's fault. I'm not saying that at all. I don't know the situation. It could be totally Tom's fault for all we know. We don't know. All I all I'm worried. My only take is the timing of this whole thing. Why is the ultimatum coming out week eight? 
during a season. That is kind of shady to me. And I don't think Tom's ever been caught cheating or doing anything shady. So my thing is, if he's always been a good provider for his wife and kids, even though your wife makes more money than you, maybe. I don't know if she does anymore. But having said that, though, um, like, come on, dog. Let's wait till the season's over. Like, let's 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 not air our dirty laundry to the public either. We're already two big names. Why can't we keep this in house? Why does it, the world need to know our business? That is what I don't respect. I don't like because I don't believe Tom Brady was the guy to put this out there. Giselle and her team is completely the ones putting it out there. They want tweets and relikes. I hate that shit. I'd rather they could have dealt with this in-house, kept it silent, and not embarrass either party. That's I just don't understand why it has to be everyone's business. I don't get that part. I don't get that part. I just don't understand that part. Um, yeah, relationships can be toxic, Lucy. If they're toxic, you got to go. I agree. But again, I, I would I would rather you go privately. I, I don't want to hear about it on ESPN. I don't want to see Tom Brady and Giselle fighting over over dumb shit. And then the next thing's gonna come out. It's gonna be, it's gonna be fucking, you know, who's getting what and who hot the house and who got this and where the kids are going. Like, why are we airing all their personal business? That is what I don't like. You know what I mean? That's what I don't like. So that's just my personal opinion. Sean Waffle, I appreciate you. Yes, sir. Last Chance Q, brother. We're going to get after it Tuesdays and Thursdays. Me and Sean Salisbury, we're going to break down all things quarterback, football, and other. So make sure you tune into that. Like I said, there'll be a, a membership for that, uh, a separate one on YouTube and on uh, Patreon. And we'll have documents, PowerPoint, video. We'll have it all. So um, short, fat, skinny, and tall, we'll have it all. Uh, yeah, Giselle will rebound with some fucking... What if Giselle ends up with AB? <laughs> That's going to be some shit. That's why Tom Brady stressed the fuck out. Yeah, I'm going to do some more uh, backyard uh, watch parties, man. Like I said, I'll definitely do Monday night. I'll definitely do Monday night for sure. Maybe I'll do Sunday. I don't know. But I'll definitely do Monday over Thursday. Thursday nights are fucking dumb. Uh, the Monday night things are much better because it, it'll be live. I can I can watch the fucking game and actually talk about it. Last night was absolute just chilling, kicking it. Glad you guys joined. Uh, appreciate you guys, man. There was a good turnout for the first time doing it. So much love to you guys. Um, yeah, that'd be crazy, man. Giselle uh, with AB. <laughs> um, so we'll see. Hey, man, I'm getting out of here. I got to go change and get out of here and hit this traffic. I appreciate you guys, man. Fearless Friday being fearless with me, as always. Another good week, man, uh, after changing over to the morning show uh, as our main show. I appreciate all you guys joining and subscribing, becoming a member. Tell everybody about it, man. Continue to hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Head on over to CanadaDipCBD.com and BetOnline.ag has all the games this weekend as I'll be betting on some myself. You just got my picks. Hey, been a great week it's a great week to have a great week next week we'll make it even better bigger and stronger like bruce helms thinks the league is <laughs> hey i appreciate you guys man much love i appreciate you i'll see you on monday god willing don't be a slapstick this weekend definitely don't be a fuck stick or a shit bird peace